Hey everybody. So today I'm here with Soxy and what we're going to do is start with a Alan Watts meditation because we both love Alan Watts. Now it goes for 9 minutes and 50 seconds so if you don't want to do it, just skip it. But if you're interested, give it a listen, give it a go and enjoy. And we're also in a shed that sun's coming out so that noise is the sun on top of the shed. Okay, enjoy. The easiest way to get into the meditative state is to begin by listening. If you simply close your eyes and allow yourself to hear all the sounds that are going on around you, just listen to the general hum and buzz of the world as if you were listening to music. Don't try to identify the sounds you're hearing. Don't put names on them. Simply allow them to play with your eardrums. And let them go. In other words, you could put it, let your ears hear whatever they want to hear. Don't judge the sounds. There are no, as it were, proper sounds or improper sounds, and it doesn't matter if somebody coughs or sneezes or uh, drops something. It's all just sound. And if I am talking to you right now and you're doing this, I want you to listen to the sound of my voice just as if it were noise. Don't try to make any sense out of what I'm saying because your brain will take care of that automatically. You don't have to try to understand anything. Just listen to the sound. As you pursue that experiment, you will very naturally find that you can't help naming sounds, identifying them, that you will go on thinking, that is to say, talking to yourself inside your head automatically. But it's important that you don't try to repress those thoughts by forcing them out of your mind, because that will have precisely the same effect as if you were trying to smooth rough water with a flat iron. You're just going to disturb it all the more. What you do is this. As you hear sounds coming up in your head, thoughts, you simply listen to them as part of the general noise going on, just as you would be listening to the sound of my voice or just as you would be listening to cars going by or to birds chattering outside the window. So look at your own thoughts as just noises. And soon you will find that the so-called outside world and the so-called inside world come together. They are a happening. Your thoughts are a happening just like the sounds going on outside. And everything is simply a happening. And all you're doing is watching it. Now in this process... Another thing that is happening that is very important is that you're breathing. 
And as you start meditation, you allow your breath to run just as it wills. In other words, don't do at first any breathing exercise, but just watch your breath breathing the way it wants to breathe. And notice a curious thing about this. You say in the ordinary way, I breathe, because you feel that breathing is something that you are doing voluntarily, just in the same way as you might be walking or talking. But you will also notice that when you are not thinking about breathing, your breathing goes on just the same. So the curious thing about breath is that it can be looked at both as a voluntary and an involuntary action. You can feel on the one hand I am doing it, and on the other hand it is happening to me. And that is why breathing is a most important part of meditation, because it is going to show you, as you become aware of your breath, that the hard and fast division that we make between what we do on the one hand and what happens to us on the other is arbitrary. So that as you watch your breathing, you will become aware that both the voluntary and the involuntary aspects of your experience are all one happening. Now that may at first seem a little scary because you may think, well, am I just the puppet of a happening, the mere passive witness of something that's going on completely beyond my control? Or on the other hand, am I really doing everything that's going along? Well, if I were, I should be God. And that would be very embarrassing because I would be in charge of everything. That would be a terribly responsible position. The truth of the matter, as you will see it, is that both things are true. You can see it that everything is happening to you. And on the other hand, you're doing everything. For example, it's your eyes that are turning the sun into light. It's the nerve ends in your skin that are turning electric vibrations in the air into heat and temperature. It's your eardrums that are turning vibrations in the air into sound. And in that way, you are creating the world. But when we're not talking about it, when we're not philosophizing about it, then there is just this happening, this... Uh, and we won't give it a name. Now then, when you breathe for a while, just letting it happen, and not forcing it in any way, you will discover a curious thing, that without making any effort, you can breathe more and more deeply. In other words, Supposing you simply are breathing out, and breathing out is important because it's the breath of relaxation, as when we say, and heave a sigh of relief. So when you are breathing out, you get the sensation 
that your breath is falling out. Dropping, dropping, dropping out with the same sort of feeling you have as if you were settling down into an extremely comfortable bed. And you just get as heavy as possible and let yourself go. And you let your breath go out in just that way. And when it's thoroughly comfortably out and it feels like coming back again, you don't pull it back in, you let it fall back in. Letting your lungs expand, expand, expand until they feel very comfortably full and you wait a moment and let it stay there and then once again you let it fall out. And so in this way you will discover that your breath gets quite naturally easier and easier and slower and slower and more and more powerful. So that with these various aids, listening to sound, listening to your own interior feelings and thoughts, just as if they were something going on, not something you are doing, but just happenings, and watching your breath as a happening that is neither voluntary nor involuntary. You are simply aware of these basic sensations. Then you begin to be in the state of meditation. But don't hurry anything. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about what progress you're making. Just be entirely content to be aware of what is. Thanks, Alan. That was good, wasn't it? Probably cost me 50 grand when I get sued for using it, but yes. So, for those of you not aware, that is Alan Watts. He's a philosopher from like the 50s. Um, he's one of the first ones to bring Eastern philosophy to the West, and um, yeah, he does a good job of it. So, if you want to look that up, if you liked his voice, um, yeah, Alan Watts on YouTube, or oh, he's got a few good books that are. They're pretty dense, but they're good. And the reason I did that today is because I'm here with Soxie, and he's my little spiritual buddy. And um, <clears throat> the, I did that at the start because I found myself doing these and just being, like, it's all good to be anxious and nervous, but I got to a point where it was almost debilitating, where um, the whole point of this podcast is I'm not getting anything for it, so I've got to have fun with it. So I want to um, yeah, incorporate that and... Be a bit more present So today there's no notes There's no um, plan And we're just going to talk Have some fun Have a few beers And uh, see where it goes So welcome to this episode Soxie Thank you Good to be back Yep Back into it um, Yeah Hopefully people get caught in a few Alan Watts yeah. YouTube wormholes uh, Yeah I reckon the first time <clears throat> Listened to him well, I don't know how long ago it was now But Starts to um, explain things that you feel and you don't have the words to use at that time. Yeah, and then you start to realize that you you are able to explain it just by using yeah his analogies and yeah. So. And the best thing about him, I find, is that because he is from the West and he's so um, well read or like intelligent as far as Eastern philosophy and religion goes, 
is that he can adapt it. Whereas if you're just reading something from someone who is grown up in that environment, like you just can't completely mm-hmm. adapt all of it. And the, it's just no matter what you do, you can take as much of the Eastern religion and philosophy, but at the end of the day, we still live in a Western world where... Um, needs to be relatable. Yeah, it needs to be relatable. Mm, we yeah. still, it's all good being spiritual, but being spiritual isn't going to pay the bills. Yeah. Or... Yeah, it's a... Like the other one we listened to is Ramdas. Yeah. And he's, and he's the same, was there like a Harvard professor. So he'd been through that world and then um, went the opposite. So yeah. And then he does his talks and basically says, I know this sounds bullshit, but... Yeah. And then we'll explain that um, from that angle. So you're going to get an idea that he is still understands that you can't go live in a cave yeah. and meditate for 18 hours a day and expect that to be your journey or whatever yeah. when you still need to feed your kids and yeah. pay your mortgage and whatnot. But he um, and that he actually, I think one of the things he says is that um, there was a lady that came up to him at one of his seminars or whatever and he's like, oh, um, oh, if only I didn't have these kids, I, w- I would be over, I would be in these meditation retreats or this and I would have the best um, spiritual practice and... Yeah, what she, she didn't realise was that her kids and family, that was her spiritual practice at this time. Like, yeah. you need to take like take that and use that because, well, you know, especially kids, they um, give you more spiritual... I can, I wouldn't, if you want to learn mm. more patience and... Um, or find your true self. Yeah. When well, fuck. And they, we're all trying to get back to what how kids are in a way yeah. they're trying to unlearn they're they're as blissful and peaceful as living exactly how they want to live and um and then you get to where we are and we're just trying to get back to there mm. and um so yeah they, they teach as much as we think that we're leading them yeah exactly <laughs> which hopefully we are in a way yeah. on the in in um the grown-up side of things, but as far as being um, at peace and bliss or whatever you would call it, kids are... Present. Yeah, well, they don't know any other way. Yeah. Just, so it's hard sometimes as a parent to how try and put your mind into their perspective because they're doing something that is just fun or mm. they can't even tell you why they did it because <laughs> yeah. they just do it as, oh, there's one thing, oh, there's another thing. You think, oh, that's so... Naughty, but it's not. It's yeah. just just finding things out, working it out as they go. But yeah, that's um, that's probably the hardest thing I reckon, as far as parenting goes. Trying yeah. to work that out. But also, don't want to just have the because we know that we haven't got it all figured out, or we haven't got anything figured out, mm. and people have been trying to for existence. It's pretty mm. much what all religion and everything is. So you don't want to create this relationship with your kid or anyone where you think you are just a teacher and they're the student mm. and then they get to an age when they realise, oh, no, he, like they're going to find out eventually it's like, oh, dad or whoever it is is just, he's just another person. Yeah. Like, so you may as well do that early mm. and be like, oh, no, you're right. You had this one. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's and it's also funner. You don't want to just be, oh, this is my son and I'm the dad and that's all it is. Mm. So you, oh, don't, don't tell dad that because yeah, yeah. he'll be dad. Yeah. I remember, I think we spoke about last time, was the taking like, the responsibility of their good. It's like, oh, yeah, that's my son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's um, like you see with um, all nieces, nephews and kids who had the same mum and dad and they've got the same family and they're just so different. So you're like, yeah. well, you have to – they're in their own little path anyway. And you, for you to sit here and say – and for me to say, oh, um, she can, um, Ella's going to school this year and she can read and do everything perfectly. I'm such a good dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, fuck. Like, um, maybe she would be a better reader if I didn't do that or, yeah. like, what What else? Yeah, I don't know. I don't even worry about it. Like, yeah. So – yeah, I don't. I haven't thought about like academic wise even at all with yeah. Arlo so far. So that's one thing I've um, kind of done for a reason. Like I'm, she's gonna, she's got a long time in school <laughs> and yeah. in that world to learn all that. Yeah, and if you can hear the noise in the background, hopefully you can't, but we can. We're um we're in Dramana at the moment yeah. at our parents' uh, holiday house, and we're in the shed because there's heaps of kids and people inside. This is the only place where we can get away without being interrupted, so um, apologies. While, while we're on the topic of Dramana, let's talk about um, jet skis. <laughs> because, so first of all, if there's any Aussies with stories Instagram, and as we talk about, as I talk about this, um, if you disagree, please enlighten me through that, send me a DM, but... For the life of me, I do have no. I just can't fathom how so many people can go out and spend twenty five, thirty grand on a jet ski, hundred bucks a day on fuel, just to drive up and down the shore. Like maybe if if, if I went and got one and did it for a day, it would obviously be fun. But mm. how quick until the novelty wears off? And how many people down here have fucking jet skis? Mm, they. Look up the road, I reckon he goes there every single day and then spends an hour washing it every mm. day. But yeah, I don't. It'd be like a motorbike, but at least a motorbike, you have different tracks. Different tracks, and you can go up a hill. Yeah. <laughs> or, you can get to a destination. Mm, but I reckon you can tell jet skis are like they are because they never um, ride by themselves. Like you always yeah. see them like, going around boats or as close to the shore as possible. Yeah, they want. It's more of. Look at me, type mm, of thing. Yeah, so, so picture someone. Someone's listening with a jet ski. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck are these cunts saying? <laughs> well, well, another thing is saying the word "wog." Is that is that allowed these days? Wog, or is it depending how you use it? Um, it probably depends. Just like anything, who you say it to and how you say it. Yeah. Like if you're playing footy and you're like. Yeah, as an insult. But then even footy has footy's almost like um, the um, like the the same realm as celebrities and stuff. Or mm. at um, your work, yeah, where you can't you can, can't get away. You can't say that type of stuff. Yeah. That's like a big deal. Yeah. Whereas you can say it here. Oh, what's yeah. Gonna, what's going to happen? Yeah. I think cancelled. Well, there's you think about like couple of dads friends who their nickname is wog like, yeah it's just like oh yeah the wog wog yeah so i don't think 
I, whether you're speaking that term, but I couldn't. I haven't heard anyone say "Don't call me that" mm. or "That's like a racist term." But I don't know. Once again, hit up the comments. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. That, if that sounds, yeah. But I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd use it. I don't know if I use it as far as I wouldn't say it too. In a derogatory someone. term. Nah. Well, I don't think I don't find it offensive, so you wouldn't use it as an offensive term. No, so that's probably. So you talk about like intent. Mm. That's like probably the easiest way to um, determine whether you think it's bad or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, going back to the spiritual stuff and um, speaking about Alan Watts, the Western and Eastern philosophy, and we're both for some reason very fascinated by Eastern world. Mm. And everything, all their wisdom that they have. What um, on your spiritual? Well, for starters, this whole spiritual awakening. Where where did it start for you? Um, I think back to I reckon it started as like a performance, like at the very beginning, listening to um, say uh, like podcasts or whatever, and you would hear. About meditation, probably meditation, and but it was meditation in a way of um, getting the best out of yourself. It yeah. wasn't a, a finding peace type meditation. It was more focus, and it yeah. was like all this big. I remember that probably I was twenty three, twenty four, and it was um, for some reason I thought I was going like, to get into the business world. So I was yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think back, like it's only talk about how much it changed. Like that's only five or six years ago, and I think fuck. What a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then from there it transformed into more of a um, reading more and like especially Alan Watts was a, like a big person that pushed like, and finding um, obviously not the meaning of life but understanding that that um, I guess we're never going to know the meaning of life but we can find out we can make our life meaningful as in, yeah. um, as peaceful as possible, as in you don't rely on external things to make your life good. And also, by doing that, you're not um, being pushed. Your emotions and how your day is going is not relying on reliant on the outs external either. So that's kind of the way I look at it now. But the way through, yeah, I think it was just kind of reading, um, listening to stuff and then it making sense was probably the big one where you yeah. have these feelings and um, because it, the, the big one, because um, I'm just reading, I read the, the Buddha, it's called, um, what's it called now, the Buddha? It's called Buddha. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, and it kind of, it's basically a, just the story of, the Buddha, who was obviously a real person, and um, he went through. He had a really, um, like, almost sheltered upbringing from his dad, and wasn't able, to, didn't see any kind of suffering. And then, Would, um, could you be able to tell a story? Well, that that the origin, yeah, of how have a crack at it if you can. Well, basically, it's he's yeah a very. Um, I don't know. If I can't remember if he's a prince or not, but basically a, a very wealthy. Um, he has a very wealthy dad, and then he, um, the dad tried to shelter 
him from any, any type of suffering. So locked him away or kept him in his palace, whatever it was, and didn't see, um, kept him from any kind of suffering. So no hunger, no ageing, no, um, what else would you get? No sickness, no anything. Anyway, the, so the myth goes that the, the gods um, snuck past the guards and then transferred him into an elderly man to make sure that he saw him because they knew that he was going to be the Buddha. There's only one Buddha every 32,000 years, I think it is. Um, so he saw the old man and realised that he hadn't seen the world. Um, so he decided that he was going to detach from everything. He had a, a wife and a baby, baby. And he once he decided he didn't even say goodbye, he just left and went and lived out in the trees. They had, like, monks that just lived out in the forest outside of the... Um, the town I guess it is and so from there he was looking for different gurus who would teach him their ways so he could become enlightened anyway he so he goes from goes through all these different ones and he isn't able to get that to Nirvana or whatever they yeah, the well is the concept from Buddhism though so like he's obviously the Buddha so there was um, no well, so the Buddha. So, what what philosophy or would would he be learning from? So, he's so it's technically Buddhism, but you can have different. What do they call them? Dharmas, Dharma. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like um, how I um, took it was like different um, athletics coaches. Yeah, and they all want to be fast as possible, but they all have their different way. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he was going to each. Athletics coach, Buddhist coach, or and you doing their um, guidelines basically. Anyway, he got to so he the Buddhism didn't start from this guy. No, okay. no. So there's one Buddha. They say that thirty two thousand years and they forget it. So he has to, they have to send back another one. Okay, yeah, and um, definitely I've read one book, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not an expert, but um, and then from there he I think he was like two years into another program where it was no food yep. or no solid food no so he was just completely a wasted away man just it was pretty much like laying on the floor trying to find suffering 24/7 yeah yep. so within yeah through complete suffering you can find enlightenment yeah yep. anyway so he while doing this he had like the thought of back to when he was a kid and he was sitting under like an apple tree or some type of tree and and he was sitting by himself and he remembers like this feeling of complete bliss but he wasn't actually doing anything so he thought oh that's he goes, oh, oh this isn't working I'm going to try that and he had at the time he had like five people following him so yeah. he becomes like a a, um, a leader of five and so he stood up walked over and grabbed like a rice pudding or whatever it was and ate it and his five Followers looked at him and said, oh, well, he's lost it, he's gone, he's yeah. given up. Um, so they left him to go find a new leader. And like, the myth is that from that one, like he hadn't been eaten for two years, from that he had one meal and he came back to full health and then he yeah. went back to the Bodhi tree and sat at, went to find that feeling of when he sat under the apple tree or whatever tree it was and, um, and he... So the, had to find the exact spot that all the Buddhas 
previous Buddhas had sat. So every time he sat down, this is the myth, that the, the ground would give away and give way until he found the right spot. And then he sat there and um, went through the stages of through meditation, went through the state different stages, and um, was able to basically see that by doing that internally the body knows and the soul knows what is um, what is what is nirvana so we don't while you're looking for it it's like a big like, big trap yeah, if you're looking yeah. for it then you can't find it type thing yeah. so by just sitting there and then um, he experienced it and um, they say that the myth is he did it in only one time, but it was, apparently it was like a seven-year thing. Oh, yeah, because yeah, um, I know he didn't see his family again for seven years. Yeah, I think the yeah. whole, must have been the whole like thing was seven years in total. Yeah. So um, then, yeah, from there, I think he wanted just to basically go do his own thing. Just didn't, But then like the myth is that the gods came down and told him that, you need to teach everyone, and then yeah, he goes out and teaches it all. So yeah, that's that's the that's some uh, that's what I've yeah the base base of it. So, um, but yeah, I, I like it because it's if you think of like other religions, it's kind of based out of fear. As mm. far as like there's this godhead, and um, if you don't do the right thing, then who knows what where you're going to go? You're going to yeah. go to hell. Um, oh, it's all yeah. This life's a test, mm. and we're watching everything you do. Yeah, and if you do anything bad, you get to go to hell. So it's like, where's Fuck. your motivation coming from? Yeah, or even I'm, I'm not versed on it, but like I'm in. You've in Christianity, you're, you're born. It's that's a sin. Like as far as being a man, I think yeah, that's you are a sin because Jesus died for your sins. Or no, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's funny that. <coughs> um, yeah, Jesus was a Jew, yeah. and people is a Louis C.K. bit. It's like um, when he tells people, they're like, "Nah, I don't, I don't think so." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, what do you think?" He was, a, he's a Christian, and then he's as he's getting put up on the cross, he looks down at his at his necklace with a with a cross and Jesus on. He goes, "Oh, I'm that guy." <laughs> so yeah, Jesus was a Jew, which is yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, it's all. It's funny. It's all. Related. And it's so young. Yeah. Like we just think like 2,000 years ago, like, mm. like the Sabbath been around for 200,000 or 2 million, who knows? Mm. Um, maybe someone does know, but I don't. Um, and yes, how much? So maybe in there'll be in a new religion that starts now and in 2,000 years' time they'll be yeah. talking about it like we talk about Christianity. Well, when did like Scientology yeah. start? But, yeah. But yeah, so out of instead of out of fear, it's basically all responsibility yeah. within yourself and you like it's hearing it the first time doesn't make sense, but I guess it, you can only say it from your perspective, but like yeah. you are God as far as you even to explain it, it's hard to explain. But Well it's kinda of that what Alan Watts said in that meditation, you are you are God and you're not. So as yeah. far as well like destiny and um fate goes mm. and the good analogy is because it is hard to think oh shit is my whole life just planned out and no matter what I do it's going to be exactly that Yeah. and then the good analogy is it's like you're going down a river and you can swim side to side mm. but if you try and swim against the current which is 
destiny or fate, yeah. all you're going to do is end up struggling your mm. whole life and you're going to end up in the same place anyway. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, you can, within your lines, manoeuvre, but at the end of the day, you're, you're on a path. Yeah. And that's what I actually do think depression and everything comes from is when you veer from that path too much, it's... Mm. That depression's pulling you back, yeah. or that bad feeling. Yeah, I think I heard similar was like you're in an airplane and the plane's going where it's going, but, but you can either sit there and look out the window and yeah. be like, "Oh, I wish I was over there," or you can, um, you can actually enjoy where you are. Yeah, or you just can get up and move seats and sit next to someone you like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> have a drink. Yeah. Well, yeah. as far as this whole, where are you at right now, and what's something that, what's one of your a struggle? In your spiritual path, um, the well, I'm thinking about a struggle, <clears throat> the struggle I did have, and I've kind of, I reckon, the biggest struggle was being um, the the myth that of like you're being spiritually. Minded that you're soft, like you're a pushover, yeah, yeah, and that you need to. You can't be angry. You can't. Yeah, can't be human. Can't be yeah. human. And so there was a patch there where I'd just actually pretend, and um, and which I'm not an overly aggressive person anyway. I wouldn't go to my way for for issues, but um, or even to a point of not even buying into like political. Yeah. Of yeah. like, oh, oh, fuck. Say, what well, was before COVID, but oh, saying, instead of saying, fuck Daniel Andrews, a fuck idiot, you'd say, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Like, oh, that doesn't affect me, or whatever. Yeah. And then it made me realize, like, through reading, it's not through, it's not, you don't have to be calm all the time. It's like action. Um, it's like do your duty, is what they say. So if something makes you angry, then it's, you know that you're angry for... You need to know why you're angry. Yeah. And you can still act on it. Like, you can still be um, in... Say you're in a... in a. They, they talk back to, like, warrior times. But it's like, if you're a warrior, then you need to kill someone. Yeah. Then that's your duty. That's... So you can't just sit and do nothing. You need to... What's in the gator? Like, it's... Yeah. You can't... That is your duty to kill because that's what you're here to do. So yeah. And, then, and that's... So I've just got through that as far as just... It's like a big fucking head fuck where you just have to keep doing... a head fuck. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing and then you're thinking about it too much and realise that that's the opposite of what they're doing. So it's... Um, yeah, do you want to pause it? Yeah. <laughs> Give them two more seconds, hopefully they go away. That's our nephews. But yeah, yeah, I know that is definitely hard because... It, it, can also just become narcissistic to be like, yeah. oh no, that's I'm above that. Mm. I'm above that. Yeah. And then it's like frustrating other people. It's like yeah. fuck. I reckon you're, lucky just, for you're lying to yourself. You fuck with. Because <laughs> yeah, we would would go for our walks, me, you, and Lockie, and we would fuck even thinking about how much you change. We do it probably listening back to this whenever in, in fucking a year's time, and you think um, you think you know it at that time. And um, like you think that what you know now is how you'll think forever, but I guess it's a bit of a gift that you'll we're able to change yeah. that in our yeah. minds. But um, yeah, I remember Lockie saying it like, "Oh, you like it's hard to just say that to us yeah. at the time because we, we didn't take it on board." But think back and like he'd, he'd talk about it now and be like, "Oh yeah, you're fucking 
too scared to be angry ever. Yeah. Well, like, oh, fuck. It's just kind of, it's a, yeah. But it all comes back to um, knowing why. If you know why. Yeah, exactly. And knowing that it's coming yeah. from you. That's why, like, I think meditation is so important to get to that blank canvas to be like, oh, this is making me angry. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it and see where it's coming from. And then if you can do that and be like, oh, no, this is because of that, this person's out of line or whatever, Mm. how can I deal with this the best way possible? And sometimes the best way possible is just doing nothing and leaving it. I'll pause it. Well, perfect example of talking about all that. And you do, you have to check yourself because, like I said, it can come from such a narcissistic point of view where we can sit down and talk like this and be like, oh, I've read the Bhagavad Gita, I listen to Ram Dass, Alan Watts, read, talk, know about the Buddha, and then you come here and um, you spend five minutes in a loud um, house and you're acting like an angry prick all the time. So going back before about um, the life is your spiritual growth mm. because um, even when we're away, yeah, I made a big note of it too because there has been times where, because I'm like about a little bit different for you having kids and getting yeah. used to having kids all the time. And then going away where there's kids around always and, um, yeah, realising that's a part of the holiday. Like, mm. enjoy that because one yeah. day the kids will be grown up and they won't want to borrow you or they'll want to be with their friends. So, yeah, even when we were away and now, I always try and meditate in the morning to be in that headspace where I can enjoy it rather than trying to get away from it all the time because it's, yeah. it's what it is, so... That's a good example of life is your spiritual growth. Yeah. And Do you ever think, like, what triggers it? Um, well, I think for me, and w- like a constant cycle of um, going into this stuff, it probably happens every two, three months, not even me, maybe two months, was, um, and I'm probably at that stage now, um, is I get into it and it just brings anxiety because I'm reading too much and I'm trying to do too much. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I'm like, oh, shit, why do I, why do I feel anxious? Or, yeah, shit, why yeah. aren't I, like, internally blissful because I've been meditating and so... And then you just have to be like, fuck, just let go. That's the whole point. Like, that's <laughs> a lesson in itself. Just just be. Yeah. Rather than... Because you always, I've got to be present. I've got to be present. Mm. And if you're thinking about being present, you're you're the one step over from being present because you're yeah. looking at presence. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking possible. But it's, at least you have the, uh, you've got the awareness now, I don't know. You can see you're angry. Like, it'd be easier just to come here and say, oh, the fucking kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's their fault. But it's, I remember, I think I've said it before, like the, um, wherever there's a trigger, there's a, there's something like holding you there as far as freedom yeah. goes. So like, yeah. there's something, some, there's some, there's a reason, there's a reason there that you get angry at certain things. Like everyone does, but everyone yeah. might have the same, a similar reason or a different reason. But um, if you can work out that the anger, like in that Alan Watts meditation, it happens inside you. It's not, yeah. they, they're not upsetting you, like they're doing their thing and that's yeah. making you upset. Yeah. So it's, if you can change that, but. Yeah, the, if you think about like yeah, reading too much and, and then it becomes like I need to do these five things yeah. to make sure that that feeling doesn't come back, that feeling of depression or whatever, yeah. that next morning. Um, 
but then it becomes like a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy as far as like you keep looking for it. Yeah. I don't know whether well, you tell me. Like I, I'm probably lucky enough that I mean, I still have you still have your periods of um, of sadness and like l- lack of motivation and just normal days that aren't great, just like anyone, everyone. But um, yeah, do you? Say you wake up in the morning and feel like, is it here? Do you like? Um, well, I think at the moment I'm struggling with anxiety, and that anxiety I know for like probably the last six weeks with like Christmas holidays, no routine really. I'm not maybe not the last six weeks, but the last yeah four. Um, yeah, even leading up to Christmas, you're going. Oh, it's almost Christmas. You yeah. kind of let go a little bit. So, yeah, being going away, coming down the beach, going home, hasn't been much routine. And also I'm used to, like, living alone and, like, finding out I'm naturally introverted. So yeah. you can, if you haven't got time with your own thoughts, they do build up and it's kind of like this mm. turmoil. So at the moment, not really much, like, depression, but a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Where, and I think that can, like, even just speaking about it now, it can come from, like, this is this is the way the days meant to look like yeah, this is yeah, how I'm meant to this is how I'm meant to feel mm. um, this is how I'm meant to be yeah whereas and that com- also comes from like a bit of narcissistic point of view point of view as well where it's like oh what's Riley doing oh Riley's a bit quiet at the moment like thinking that but it's like no one's no one gives a fuck what you do no one's thinking at all yeah especially it's, now I mean there's been maybe if you think back two years ago and um, it would be that transition you were going from being, say, that loud life yeah. of the party all the time. But everyone's realising now, maybe I'll wear that out, I don't know. But yeah, but per- yeah. Like, personally, I'm just like, it's just, well, I spend a lot of time with you. Obviously, I know that it's just nothing wrong. Like, yeah. It's just what it is. Like, I do the same thing every day. <laughs> yeah. No one ever looks at me and goes, oh, Max is quiet. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's just, and, and it's just a, um, I guess it's just like a habit where if you do it enough, eventually that's you. Yeah. To everyone else as well as yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not a... Yeah, but even that, because then like you have a few drinks and you're loud again. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you're happy now that you're pissed. Or yeah, It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it just comes from... And like I said, no one's thinking about me yeah. as much as I am or anyone as much yeah. as they are. But, so, But when you're quiet, it doesn't mean you're not happy. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. it means, probably means I'm yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's... That's the hardest part is like people associate happiness with joy, um, like loudness. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, why for the party? Yeah. Whereas. And that's probably where a lot of in our culture anxiety comes from. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, getting oh, up shit. for it. Yeah. I've got to, I'm going to see everyone today. Mm. Especially, I feel sorry for females. They've definitely got to do it a lot more than boys to be like, oh, hey, babe, how are you? Yeah. It's like, fuck. We don't even like each other. <laughs> But yeah, that's fans. I mean, with with depression because we yeah, we spoke about it last week. Like for me, um, I didn't even know I had anxiety until last year and yeah. going through it. And I'm like, oh, I just used to think it was just like a, um, almost like a hangover or mm. that type of stuff. And I always tried to find a reason for it, and I'm getting better at that. Whereas, um, yeah, it's like if I'm anxious, I try and like I try and bring life to it 
and almost self jeopardized to be like, oh, now you've got a reason to feel yeah. like this instead of just being, it's going to pass. No yeah. one knows if you just if you just deal with it, you can mm. go through it. If you want to speak to someone about it, you can. Yeah. If you, if you um, cut you off, but you spoke about before about like um, what's the recent challenge in the journey or whatever. This week, I realized I never had a like a um, concrete view of how I saw anxiety and depression mm. as far as um, my view on it. If you know it, like as in, um, like at the older I get, the more practical I think I've become. So like the. F- I don't want to be that guy that's just, oh, just smile and get over it. Yeah. But I'm also kind of, the older I get, leaning towards that it becomes a responsibility. Like, I don't want to sound like a fucking, especially speaking to you, who's no, experienced it, it, but like the the idea that um, that people will wake up and just say, oh, I've got depression today and yeah, I just yeah. need to see it through. Yeah. Where it's – and almost kind of waiting for it as far as, like, this is just going to be something I deal with every single day. Like, so – and and at the same time, I know it's not a choice, but through all this thinking, like, my my question was, was, like, is suffering a choice? Yeah, suffering is for sure. So, well, yeah, well, depends. Actually, just reading, I'm still reading Shenzhou in the book, and there's I'm reading a bit about suffering right now. Yeah. Conversation, yeah. And well, one of the guy wrote like, um, he's from the saying like, why do good people suffer a lot and bad people mm. don't? And then I've also read Man's Search for Meaning where he says suffering is a choice, and that was yeah. someone that was in. Um, yeah, Auschwitz yeah, concentration like camp for four yeah. years. So, and that was from like, yeah, you can take away everything from a man other than um, the way he perceives things pretty much, which yep. that, but that sense. So, and then, yeah, in this book he says he's from Palestine where people are born suffering and die suffering and that's just the way it is. So, just speaking on our... Relatable terms Because there's probably No one from Palestine Listening And if they are <clears throat> What's up <laughs> um, But yeah No I do think so Like as, as far as Depression goes with that I think for me Once I've got Once I've got it It's like Oh shit Like it's too late To mm. be Like I just have to It's almost like a Yeah a, a, Now I'm getting better At the awareness Whereas early days I would have been depressed For like three months Before I realised and then I was at, like, breaking point. Yeah. Whereas yeah, now I can better. feel the triggers early and be like, now I know, have that aware and know what to do to stop it. So I live a life now that's kind of, like, always on the edge. It's, mm. like, trying to find out what I can get away with a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as, because I can trust myself to know, all right, you've you've just drank for two, um, yeah, two nights in a row or you've been eating shit this week, you can start to feel like, come, okay, tomorrow I'm going to, Wake up, yeah. Go for a big walk, um, yeah. Maybe fast for the day or stuff like that. So, do you think the like, the the idea of calling it depression is a good or a bad idea? As in, like, if anybody doesn't look after their own body, their own mind and body, they're going to feel like shit. Yeah. So by then label it depression, 
becomes almost like a, another thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas well, it's like, oh, I just I'm not looking after myself. Yeah, for sure. But um, like I don't want to. It's it's a hard. No, one. you can just talk, like and even me talking. I'm talking on behalf of myself. Yeah, so and you're I. talking to me. Yeah, so if right. anyone. Because I think going through it, me, yeah. The last thing I want to do is downplay anyone struggling, no, and especially like we've had Tommy on here, and yeah. like the last thing I'd sit here and say here is just, oh, fucking, that's mm. like try and downplay what anyone is going through. But personally, like I, I think of my own situation. I'm very blessed to not have to never be in that situation. But and this is just something else I've spoke to you over the last couple of days about was yeah that idea of um by giving it attention and by giving it a label say you send your five-year-old kid to therapy for fuck they're five like like the amount of things that they might go through then all of a sudden it's i've been in therapy my whole life yeah there's something wrong with me whereas like you could have spoke to your parents for the similar conversation Mm. and you're not any different. You know what yeah, I mean? but so maybe that's our relationship with therapy. Yeah, but I mean, could be anyone. Like, but like these days, it should just be like, I do, I like because depression rates are going up as yeah. the awareness goes up. Whether that means thirty years ago, people were more people were depressed and the suicide rates were just as high, but they weren't. Um, they just weren't labelled that. Mm. It was just either, yeah, not really um, tracked or people wouldn't come out and be like, oh, I've got depression. They would just yeah. be like, fuck, I don't want to be here. And even if they didn't kill themselves, they would just live a shit life. Yeah. So <clears throat> there definitely is, like, going back to speaking about, like, um, suppressing anger, it's similar as suppressing, like, sadness. And there is a difference, I think, difference between sadness and depression. Yeah. And... For that, I think sadness is an emotion where, just like any emotion, it can be transformed to another through understanding. Mm. And that can just become from education. Whereas I'm angry at you because you called me a cocksucker. And then I'm angry. Then I find out that um, you are, for the last two weeks, have been going through this and that. Mm. And then now I feel sorry. I have empathy for you. So that anger is turned into empathy. Yeah. Whereas depression is more of a perspective where it just completely takes over all your emotions. Yeah. So, like, I have a full logical mind throughout it all and I could sit there, which sometimes makes it worse. Mm. So that's why it's dangerous to have, like, that point of view where it's like, don't feed it, don't... Um, yeah. So where, you're, where I could be sitting in bed and be like, like, what's... How am I going to get through another... 50 years of this yeah, when I, yeah. I'm, at that time I'm not excited bad, yeah. for anything yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to do like there's not one person or one thing that can make me happy right now yeah and I need to change the world for me to be happy I need to go get this yeah. person back I need to mm. go say sorry to this like these, these people are talking about me I can't believe I did this when I was fucking yeah. 22 so that perspective can't be really transformed that's just something you have to wait out yeah and it can obviously be um you can that, that's where it comes to choice it's like alright you can and that's the hardest thing because when you feel like that the last thing you want to do is mm. eat good or get yeah. up and go for a walk and sometimes you do just have to let it win and be like alright today I'm going to let it win I'm going to lay in bed start tomorrow. and not do anything and start tomorrow so why does um, why does eating well and exercise work 
I think it just gives you more of a chance. It gives your body like a say if it's. I do look at it as like a, a vine that grows on you, yeah. or um, you have a garden and it gets weeds. Yeah, and some people's some people's weeds are more like deadly than others. So if you're just constantly pulling out the weeds, same thing. You just maybe need to do a little bit more often. You might yep. need to have a little a, a different approach to it. But if you just let it go, they're gonna yeah, grow too much, yeah. and then it might take a little bit more time in the garden to get that garden back to normal as an other person. Yeah. So, but it's the same thing for me. Like I can feel lowest of lows, but I can feel highest of highs. It's the same. Like it's just that contrast. Yeah. And I do think that's why um, there's such a connection with like artists and writers and like um, people that you know, live in a form of expression. Mm. <sighs> um, because it is that. You, are, you do just feel like you probably are more susceptible to... Um, maybe emotions, and you feel them a bit more heightened, yeah. And that can be, go both ways. So it's the so so you've been, and I feel I know exactly like if you because we're big runners of an exercise or whatever, and you haven't been done anything in three days. It's that self talk, like yeah, you talk yeah. to you. So is it a bit of that? Um, like oh, I didn't didn't eat well. I didn't exercise yesterday, and then it kind of that that for me triggers anxiety. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, I look at myself in the mirror and be like, fuck, mm. like, how did I let this happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to take me three months. It's going to take me, yeah. Mm. If I go to the beach and take my top off, everyone's going to be like, fuck, what happened to him? Yeah, like yeah. That, 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 type, that triggers anxiety, which is different. Whereas depression is like, yeah, it's almost like, yeah, that hopelessness. Whereas, but what, what do you say to yourself? Um, just wait. And just know like, what I mean? Like, what is. Like, is there a... Um, you just... Because you're not going to sit there and just say, wait, 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 wait. Like you, well, you, you just... You can't listen. No. Well, you just... You know yourself better than anyone. Mm. Like, everyone knows yourself. Yeah. So you picture you abusing yourself. Yeah. So, it's yeah, like so it yourself is that. And you can't... And why do you have that? Yeah, I guess that's just because it's your perspective. And, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. And there's no – you just – literally, and you just have to – and that does just pass. It's like a big black cloud. I can't it, really that, – well, that, That's – my thought was um, that why eating well, exercise, and, say, getting up early works is just perspective, whereas, like, it's a win, as in, like, instead of laying here saying, fuck – I'm useless. You go, well, I'm eating well, I'm exercising, yeah. I've slept well. So you have like little wins and you're like just through that perspective change. Because my, with like the question I asked you was like, are my thoughts different? Or say, I shouldn't use me. Well, maybe we could just use us too. It's just easier. But like, are my thoughts different to your thoughts? And so, so the analogy I thought of was like, because um, they say yeah, consciousness like a head just a big antenna and just feeds what it is or whatever so if you have a radio and um, you're listening to the radio and it's saying negative things about you and you know it's your radio it's like oh fucking so useless like, this is not getting this is not getting better this is going to be horrible does by saying don't say that 
don't say that. Oh, we should say something different when it's a radio. Like you can't yeah. change what that is. Or can you just listen to it? And well, it's funny that, that you played that one because I had a similar thought of like, is this just noise? You know, it's just coming yeah, through. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't. But that's a logical mind saying that. Yeah. So it's like having a, a a friend that's always into you, and sometimes you're like fuck, and then eventually you're feeling a certain way. And you're just like, fuck, like you've got me. Mm. And then yeah. they keep going and they keep yeah. going. Yeah. And then you just know it's like, all right, and so I'm not going to bite back and make it worse. I'm not going to bring this dark spirit or whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah. into real life, which yeah. I've done. Like That's pretty much self-sabotage. I've done it fucking yeah. a thousand times. Give you a reason to feel Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm going to go out and get blind and like hit someone or mm. like, yes, do something like that or... So it's like, yeah, it's bringing life to that. So it's as like far as that. the egg, which one came first? Yeah, so it I is, feel yeah. bad because I did this or did I do yeah. this because I feel bad? Yeah. And then for me, like I do have that, um, the, like my, I, don't, I would love to just listen to someone else's internal dialogue yeah. and mine or anyone's and just see how fast it talks. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, mine just goes like. When do they've done like a thoughts per minute? Yeah. Start and, yeah. to or something. Yeah. Or yeah. if you yeah, if you could somehow just oh you wouldn't want to do it too much, but somehow stream your own consciousness and be like fuck. Yeah, I've always thought if I if I could just swap someone's body and if someone could be like what the fuck is this what you feel like at the moment? What would you? <laughs> We're just going for a walk. <laughs> what would happen if you switched into my brain and I had the same thoughts as you? Well, it's not thoughts. Yeah, okay. So that's what that's, yeah. So anxiety is probably the thoughts, yeah. but sometimes it's not. Like, it's more just like, then that's why, like, there's so much more than that. Yeah. And, like, and for me, like, it's probably a survival instinct where I've made friends with it, where I'm like, well, this is the price. And the saying is, it's the price you pay for the, the cre- creativity. Mm. So, like, that type of stuff where, yeah, yeah, like, your yeah. mind's going, so you're thinking. And you can see things, you can think, say you, you look at a bike and you think, and you keep thinking, and like you just, like stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. And then, it, yeah, it, and that just comes with it. Yeah. And I don't know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a good conversation to have because even I, um, don't fully understand it, but yeah. it is different from the thought. It's like the thought patterns are always the same, yeah. but you're, Sometimes get a bite, mm, okay. and it's gonna get you. It's like you tune in a bit. Yeah, yeah. and now I'm now I'm better at yep. understanding and being like, oh, yep. yeah, I gotta um, look after myself in a couple of days because yep. they're starting to get a bit dark, or yeah, yeah. the motivation motivation's going. Yeah, motivation to live. <laughs> yeah, you wonder if it's like a bit of a survival instinct of like we want you to be fit and healthy as long as possible. Like yeah. something in your mind, like oh. When you're eating well and you're exercising and you're sleeping well, which are like the biggest three things you can do for your health, yeah, it's like they're the like it just all it's all related for sure, yeah. Like, or it's um, yeah, like I said before, it's like you, this is your path, and it's like you're mm. you're on this world for a reason, yeah, yeah. Which ends another fucking anxiety triggering thing because <laughs> you try and sit in the couch and you're yeah. like, fuck, am I? What am I doing? Mm. And then it can become very um, like. Damaging because you think you've got to leave a legacy. You've got to like, oh, 
I've got to, I've got to look at the end of my life and be like, mm. oh, that's what all that suffering was for. Yeah, now yeah, I'm a fucking, yeah. now I'm a rock star, <laughs> or now yeah. I, I just wrote this like novel. And yeah. it's, now it's all worth it. All that suffering was worth it. So back to the suffering is a choice thing. Like using suffering then, then is um. So when you're suffering through your depression, like. Because when, you, when you, with your, you're in a good headspace now and you say, yeah, suffering is a choice. But when you get to a bad spot, would you be able to say the same thing? Um, well, I, I, even speaking now, and when we spoke, I just get defensive because... Um, That's why I'm, you probably realize like these questions aren't probably what I think, but I know like yeah, you no, get defensive. I that I, and the reason, I, the reason I get defensive is it's like, and I thought this the other day, it's like you running 100Ks mm. and someone that's run 1K like says, oh, like I, I run this in three minutes and f- like three yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've, you run six minute Ks. Yeah. And, it, like, and it's like you were really proud of yourself for achieving this and I'm yeah. proud of myself for not giving in yeah. and getting through it and yeah. like kind of, all right, I got through this and now what can I do to yeah. help someone else get through this? Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to stuff like that. And even just like, okay, I'm going to live a good life and um, rather than let it defeat me and just kind of be, um, it's like, oh, that's Riley. Well, that's, that's sad, Riley. Yeah, like yeah. Instead of, oh, there's Riley. So, um, so that's why I do get defensive where it's kind of like you, when you say it's like, oh, it's just a perspective, it's almost... Yeah, it's like oh, so you think I'm just yeah. So it's, just, it's just because I'm like because I'm weak or because I'm dumb or something yeah. like that. And that's where that's why I'm doing my best not to. It's more of a way of me saying like, so. Um, no, but I think it's really good to talk about it because yeah. a lot of people, and like I said, like who knows? You can't. I can't give you a perspective or an experience that mm. I've had. Yeah, and we don't know. Yeah, like for all of it, like if. The sky was red for you. Mm. You wouldn't, oh, and I told you it was blue. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to sit there and be like understand. We wouldn't understand yeah. why. So it's the same thing. It's like so, just a perspective. Yeah, and there's just as many people that aren't depressed that are. Yeah, and it is hard to be like, well, are we doing? Are we going the right way about it? Yeah. yeah. Like if my kid comes up and says, "I'm depressed," should you should you fucking make him run no, no <laughs> yes stop the world yeah. and be like oh shit yeah so and yeah. give him more attention now all of a sudden they're special yeah i, I remember i said i through this through this time of thinking and um and that's why i found interesting was that because obviously I can pick up that you get defensive about it but it's um cuz anyone knows me knows i'm not trying to fucking yeah put you down but my thought is like Sometimes you wear it like a bit of a badge of honour. Yeah, for sure. But so that's it, a survival instinct. Yeah, and it becomes like, all right, you ran. Maybe I ran hundred k's too. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. so it's just that the last thing I wanted to do is to say that just to like talk down to you and say just fucking run. Just yeah. I mean, just why don't you just think like me? Just yeah. think like me. It's easy. Just think like me. But at the same time, like I want to. Understand it myself of like well, um, probably it all comes from wanting to help you. <laughs> so yeah. it comes from like um, trying to understand it and being practical and 
trying to think that way with with the understanding of um, knowing that I don't have that perspective. And that was that was like mm-hmm. my question of do do you have to experience it to be able to talk about it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like do when be like using your mind to fix your mind. Yeah. Whereas shouldn't someone that doesn't have it be the one to fix some like not not I'm trying to think of even in general, using we're using our practical mind to fix our mind, you know what I mean? It yeah. just doesn't make sense because how can you fix it's like using your broken arm to fix your broken arm. Yeah, like, but it's also a Yo, oh, that for sure. When when you're in it, that's why you go see a therapist or yeah. someone, and that's probably why it's seven years to be able to sit down and talk to someone, yeah, yeah. and then still you can sit down and you straight away you can have a fifteen minute conversation with a therapist and be like this. This is going. They're not on the same level. Yeah, yeah. and it is. It's just different planes. Yeah, like me and you can talk about the spiritual um, yeah. pursuit like comfortably. Yeah, and but this obviously, yeah, it gets difficult because. And it's it's hard for me to even talk about it like with with Tommy because we're on different yeah, yeah, planes too. Yeah, it's got the Whereas, same word. I, I say there's like there's one word for depression. Yeah, exactly. It's like how many different? Yeah, like it's like it should be a spectrum. Yeah, and who's to say that? Like, I don't think I have a chemical imbalance in my brain. Mm. I, I do. I think I'm more prone to those thoughts, and I can yeah. get to places where like there's almost point of no return. Yeah, like I, yeah, like I have. I've, there's been plenty of times where. I've had to really ignore myself mm. not to, like, kill myself. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to look, like, I know everything that you know as far as my life. Yeah. Like, there's nothing anyone else could have told me that I'm not telling myself. Yeah. And you're still there. And it's just what it is. So as far as, like, wearing it as a badge, it's almost one of those things where it's like, all right, this is, if you keep trying to deny it, like what you said, what what yeah. you just persist. Yeah, yeah. So it's like having one arm, and yeah. instead of going, all right, well, I'm, I'm going to have one arm for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I might as well deal with it. Yeah. I'm not going to just sit in the corner and be like, oh, poor me, I've got one arm. Yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, this is it. Yeah, get right. on with it. Yeah, sure. And even now I hear it, wearing a ba- or like a badge is what wrong. What I kind of mean more is like you're um, holding on to it. Yeah, you know for I mean? sure. It's, it's like definitely. It's, it's like definitely. It's, um, Two sides of the coin of like saying, "All right, I'm going to have it for the rest of my life." So, what good does it bring? Mm. All right, it can make me feel things. Whereas, I'm like, "How do you know you're going to have it for the rest of your life?" I just do because if I if I think I don't, I will just won't be accountable. Yeah, and I'll because I I would love to be able to go get pissed every night and yeah. wake up the next morning and just be like, "Oh," and I'd love to be able to look at myself in the mirror and be a bit fat. And not just, like all yeah. that stuff. So, but do you think about I know slowly I'll get better at it yeah. and I'll get to a point where even now I can do things that I couldn't have done five years ago because yeah. it's just from understanding it. And I think a lot of like I'm just maybe it come from being so unaware, like in my late teens or yeah. all childhood and early 20s where my perception of myself was completely different to what I actually was mm. in this world. And people thinking, oh, there's Riley, the loud one. He doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks. He's real confident. Yeah. And then sitting at home 
not being able to sleep because you're thinking about yeah. someone. But it still didn't like your Instagram photo. Yeah, which you're still you're still. That's why I don't. I don't reckon you will have it for your whole life because you will slowly shed that footy captain. Yeah, and that won't become a thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, but like, I also want to like be in touch with it or myself yeah. to go where like I meant to go. Whereas yeah. if I if I did think oh, okay, like right now I haven't got depression, like yeah. probably got a bit of anxiety. But um, if I one day thought oh good, I'm not going to have that again, mm. and then um, I'm sitting at home, I wake up one morning, I'm only in bed, I'm like I can feel a brewing, yeah. and I'll be like fuck. I've just I've just spent the last three months thinking how good it is. I'm never going to have depression again, yeah. or the last two years. So rather than being like, yeah, I'm going to have the rest of my life. Like, who gives a fuck? Mm. It's like I'm going to have. But if you had, I'm going to have a sore ankle for the rest of my life because you I'd had break cancer, it. say, and you got it, and then you beat it. Are you going to tell yourself you've got it forever? No, it's it's probably more scientific. But I mean, it's still. I think if you did have cancer and you better and you got past the yeah, five years of remission, you're still in your head every time you feel like a lump or a sign, mm. the first thing you're going to think is, oh, fuck. Yeah, of course. And if you were a smoker and you've bet lung cancer and you, in five years' time, you're not going to start smoking again. Yeah. So it's the same as that. But does it help by thinking you're going to get it? Um, like, if worst-case scenario... As in, like, it just comes from, like, you know, you're, the future that you have in your head is the same as any future that you could think of. So the future you have, where you have depression forever is the same as you saying, I don't have depression, so I might get depression. Yeah, maybe that's better, yeah. Like, it's, um, whereas, so... Say but it can also, like, it's probably the one thing that people, and that's why I'm like, like, I don't like saying, fuck like, I'd want to kill myself. Like, it's like, oh, it's fucking settle down. It's not that extreme. But people say, I'll oh, come away. Or oh, like, come on footy trip. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to go. It's like, why not? It's like, because I have to deal with me when I get back. Yeah. And I spend fucking a month wanting to kill myself. Yeah. And then, like, to say that, I'd rather just be like, all right. It's so it is. Yeah. I, and I, I, I don't know, maybe... But plenty of people don't go on a footy trip. You can just say, no, nah, I don't want to. Yeah, no, but it's more for myself. Ah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. more for my... Because, like, yeah, it's more for myself to yeah, be... Yeah. No, nah, Riley. And yep. and I would think, like, I, I can. I just need to have that, like, oh, I need to wake up. Say we're away. I need to wake yeah. up and go for a walk. Yeah. And sit there and meditate where people be like, fuck, you could be fucked. I yeah. can't be fucked either. Yeah, yeah. But I know if I don't do it, I don't want to do it, but if I know I don't, mm. in two days' time, I'm going to get to that dark place that no one... And then people are going, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Riley just fucking did this. Mm. And it's like, oh. Yeah, that's right. It's because I didn't do that. Yeah. 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 It's a... Like, yeah. As I said, there's, there's no way of me... Like, the last thing I want to say is, fuck, just get over it. But yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to, yeah, understand of, like, the... I guess the idea of because talking about yeah like self talk you know, I think I like I go through very 
nowhere near what you talk about. Like everyone gets those feelings of like, say you go through reading, you read every day, listening to talks and podcasts, and then you get through a stage where you're not listening to anything, mm. and then you realise that that's it's all related with oh, I haven't ran, I'm not eating well yeah. either. It's all kind of interconnected. So it's the idea that you have to have it is kind of my whether that's even I don't know what I'm yeah well I think like, I think for, for me and the best the best thing point that I've got to is that I'm in control yeah of everything yeah so if I do get there I can look back and go like, oh that's because you spent the last two weeks fucking mm. like doing this and then yeah I can get to a complete state I've been there like Complete state of bliss of, um, yeah, being strict with certain yeah. things mm. and everything I do, even now, it's a conscious decision. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm going to drink tonight. I'm going to prepare myself for how I'm going to feel when I wake up, what I'm going to do in the morning. I'm, I won't want to go for a walk. I won't want to yeah. do something that makes me sweat, but yeah. I'm going to do it. So that's probably where knowing that I'm going to have this and, oh, but Max doesn't have to get up and do that or yeah, yeah. what this person can just have dessert every night and mm. like yeah, and it's just comparison yeah so if you try and yeah but I, I, I 100% get what you mean where it's like well are you just feeding this beast and are you attached to it and in love with it because it's kind of romantic now yeah. because fucking um, Charlie Kaufman I don't even know who that is but a good writer because he's depressed or because Fucking Kurt Cobain killed himself. Is it yeah. cool to be sad? What's well, I don't reckon it's um, related to celebrity, but as far as if you think if you could write down the the good things that came out of feeling that way, mm. like this podcast, be one of them, probably. Yeah. Um, uh, no, wouldn't. Like if you it. So. No, but the thing is with it, and because all you can do is be happy with the now. And if you're happy with now, everything that's happened leading up to this, yeah. you have to accept, otherwise this now wouldn't be here. Yeah. And people say, I like, don't have any regrets, but everyone does, well, I think. So like, you just have to change your relationship with that regret. And that's when suffering becomes a choice. Yes, I wish I didn't do certain things, yeah. but I can't change it. So yeah. I'm not going to sit here and suffer and yeah. keep recreating these habits. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's... It's like suffering is a, ch- is a choice, but pain isn't, so... No, I think all the way around. So if I punch you in the arm, that, that pain that you felt isn't a choice, but if you could walk around and start, oh, I really punch you. That's what I said, pain, suffering isn't, is a choice, pain isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that, the pain you feel from, yeah, getting punched in the arm, yeah, like you said, is, yeah. is going to happen no matter what, or yeah. pain from... Someone passing away or yeah. pain from anything is going to happen, and it's like that's that's the fucking well the, the the whole spiritual path is basically to be able to for you to turn any situation or any um, thought or anything from negative to positive. Yeah, but that can also fuck you up because. Say if you're feeling anxious, mm. it's like, oh, I've got to get rid of this anxiety. Or you can just say, oh, um, this is fun. 
No, you know what I mean? Like there's... Um, no, but sometimes or like I'm feeling angry. I know I'm fucking like completely... Yeah, simple, I, know, I, know, simple, I know what you mean. But yeah. um, if you try and... Way too much. If you're trying to give a reason for everything, that can also be a mm. loop that you get stuck in. Yeah, Whereas yeah, you can yeah. just be like, say, I'm, I'm, I'm real angry. Yeah. And just be like, oh, I'm going to go listen to... I'm going to go listen to this type of music. Or this is a good opportunity. You'd be angry for, you'd be angry for a reason, would you? Yeah, but sometimes, like, there's no... Say if you can't find it, what do you, and yeah. it takes two days, it's you're going to be angry for two days. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. Mm. I'm going to have a real good workout because I'm frustrated. Yeah. And then you do it, and you're like, oh, I just needed to... Because I just hadn't gone... hadn't exercised, or... Yeah. I know that that is a reason, but... Yeah, sometimes it can be... And that's... Talk about, like, at the moment... Reading the Bhagavad Gita, yeah, um, I had to stop for a little bit because it's so dense, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like, yeah, it's, it's you just need. To, sometimes the best thing to do is just let go. Mm. Yeah, and, that, and that's the best way to be. Like, you look at people, and we spoke about this before. Like, and it's it's hard not to talk like we are now and be judging people that aren't. Mm. Like I say, once you're awake, you're awake Because there's other people that are a lot further on this path than we are And the path isn't a straight path, it's a big loops yeah. That you're, you're, you're constantly sweeping around And hopefully at the end of your life you're better than, I don't know, you've, when you started yep. But um, yeah, once you're awake, like you can't Once things are conscious, like as much as you wish Oh mm. fuck, I wish Turn them off When yeah. I was... When I was 20, I could just go out and get pissed and mm. enjoy it. And now I go out and be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like. It's a, it's like the, uh, you know, those illusion photo, you know, the fucking things where you could, if you squint and you could see a different photo in there and you could never see them and then as soon as you saw it, like, you can't stop yeah, seeing yeah, it. It's yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, yeah once you just see it a certain way, yeah, where yeah. it just all means nothing. But yeah. just... By meaning nothing, it means everything in a strange yeah. way. Like it's, you don't see it as like Alan Watts, like a big, it's a big game. Yeah. But the trick is to play it. But until it gets, so it'd be like playing PlayStation, and then you're in. Like when you're playing, you're in. Yeah. But then be like getting shot and then falling to the ground. Mm. <laughs> like once you're dead, or once it gets too serious, then you just so yeah. like you, you have to pull yourself back yeah. out of it. Or it you know? can be as simple as like positive and negative energy. Mm. And once something is, starts to feel like a negative energy, yeah. and that that's where the non-attachments come from. Mm. Whereas like it's all good to love something or really, really enjoy something. Mm. But if you're now stuck with it and it's not bringing you any positive energy, you have to be able to walk away and have that awareness mm. to walk away. But with this whole awakening and spiritual journey, which fucking... People will probably roll their eyes even just saying that. Like, I don't think it makes – it doesn't make us or anyone – personally, it doesn't make me happier than someone that isn't on this path. No. If anything, it probably make yeah, yeah the opposite mm. because it's so frustrating because everything's fucking conscious and yeah. you're trying to bring everything to your awareness. But once you are – no, even awake sounds like the wrong word, but once you are on this path – um. There's no going back. No. You can't just be like, oh, no, I'm stepping out of this. Mm. And you can try, but that'll just lead to fucking God knows what. Yeah. I think the um, it will just keep finding you anyway. Like, mm. like you'll, I'm sure when you, um, 
well, f- for the fact that you can identify when you're sh- feeling shit earlier yeah. now is probably yeah, just exactly. is like a. So uh, uh, if you think about like the just a tool, as in you're able to now as you get older too, like, and you are what three years younger than me, so yeah. you still I think you're. Not a long time, but it is, especially yeah. in your 20s, because I think back to three years ago. So I talk about like me six years ago. It's a completely like you're yeah. still in the middle of that. Yeah. It's like, you know, they talk about like a lot of celebrities. Yeah. 27. Well, even in like um, Buddhism, it's every seven years your your life kind of starts again. Yeah. So, so like. Turn 28 this year. So yeah. So yeah. So 20. That'd be nice. <laughs> so 27. And that's why I say to you, don't maybe don't get attached to having it. Maybe yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. Otherwise, you might be looking for it, and yeah. it might be. A, well, like, I don't get I'm trying to get attached to anything, mm. but yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, well, maybe the the best answer is that just, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you think if you if you answer I don't know to anything, it probably is true. Cause, <laughs> it's true because the older you get. The more you know, which makes you realise yeah, yeah, the older, the you know, yeah. more you don't know. Because you you go into a little bit of a... I remember a quote is like, no one is self-righteous as the newly converted. So Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So you're like, when we started this journey, of fucking, yeah. even that sounds like, we, we are living how we're living. And the first two years, all you, or first, I don't know how long, all we wanted to do was tell everyone about it. Yeah. Or think about like, when we... Fasted or oh, yeah, this many hours. Or even meditation, shower, meditation. Tell everyone, or yeah, do it because it's a fucking podcast. But tell everyone that you meditate. Yeah, and, and you yeah. and really, that's your motivation to meditate. Mm. I was tell everyone. Yeah, that. yeah. It's all even our, a lot of our running. Like, yeah, as younger was around that because because yeah. you could, you got to go back and go back to training and go good in the time trial. Like yeah. it was like a everything was um, ego based. Yeah, and it's you think it's right when you're first, so it's like, oh, I'm going to start the keto diet. Yeah, this yeah. is the best diet. This yeah, is exactly. the best diet. And then, yeah, obviously you can't, maybe, yeah, even now you think anyone that's just converted to anything, maybe just take whatever they yeah. like their recommendations with, just wait a few more months. Yeah, and see well, I, I try and do that even like reading a book. It's like don't yeah. tell anyone about it until you've read it. Mm. Because sometimes you start reading this book, you tell people, and then now that everyone's like, oh, that's cool, you're reading that book, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to read it anymore. I've already got the satisfaction from it. <laughs> but, but I think that's what, yeah, as you get older, you, you realise you get more yeah, that intrinsic motivation where mm, yeah. I'm doing this because it feels good. Mm. And I even find that um, with work yeah. or yeah, exercise or yeah, reading. Yeah. I think a lot of it is still... What's the other one? Extrinsic. Yeah. Whereas, for sure, where it's, yeah, I'm going to do this so I can tell you about it. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, and we definitely caught up because we were doing it through this similar time. We yeah. Caught up in that trap and probably yeah. still do. Even a lot of exercise is still based around that, I reckon. Yeah. Like, oh, what did you do today? Oh, I better go to the gym. It yeah. works in a way because yeah. it makes us accountable. But it um sometimes it can, when you're, especially not together, it can kind of sometimes can be like fuck. I can't be fast, but yeah. I will. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, yeah. But I do think as one thing that was really good about last year's because like every foundation in my life 
fell away last year. Like yeah. I was in a relationship, ended in a footy captain. Mm. It was gone, and it's like sounds like a nothing, but people do know that was like I was Riley the football captain mm, from fourteen. Yeah, from fucking <laughs> yeah, from eight. Yeah, probably from fucking yeah six or seven. Mm. And that was my motivation. Um, looking back, like I resented it a lot when it first happened, and and I first started to wake up to it. Like talk about the newly converted, I was like, "Oh, footy's fucking footy's yeah, yeah. cocksuckers! Like should be out there doing hard." And, yeah, and then now I'm getting a bit better to be like, "Oh no, that actually do that, love footy." That, it taught, yeah, I do love footy, and it taught me a lot that path. Like it taught how else could you constantly be thinking about how to. Improve yourself mm. and forty other men yeah. when you're twenty. Mm. Like you're not gonna like if we didn't have footy, I would have just not. Yeah, oh, uh, it's like sports, like a little little warm up for life. Yeah, like it's like like, that, like we're all got that. We've all got the instinct of what we want to. We're warriors. Yeah, and like up until not long ago, we're all like fighting and mm. killing each other. So yeah, now yeah. it's like, all right, here's a controlled environment where yeah, you can still right. pretend to do that. Yeah. But like at the end of it, you can shake hands and walk yeah, away. Fake, fake enemy. Yeah. So you, you hate them. Yeah. So there was that, and then yeah, even living in a um, living, moving out of home and living by myself, yeah. having a mortgage, and um, fucking lockdown. So everything was just <sighs> like gone. Yeah. So it was that year where I just like oh, I just let go of everything. Like I wasn't exercising that much. Yeah. Started smoking fucking weed, doing mushrooms. So like never did drugs up until last year. Yeah. Which wouldn't even chuck them in the category as drugs, but they are. Um, and through all of that, I've ended up at the same place as I was when I started. Mm. But now the motivation is intrinsic. Yeah. Whereas I'm looking forward to playing footy, but I'm gonna I'm doing it because. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Now I'm exercising because it makes me feel good. Whereas before it was, I've got to do it to mm. for footy, but also to look good at the beach, mm. and I can take a photo and put it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now I don't. Like it's still it's still there, still working through it, but I'm aware of it. Yeah. And I can go and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that because it makes me feel good. Even with work, like a good days of work, at the end of it, it's like oh, I feel good. Like a lot of the motivations intrinsic, and I don't think that would have happened without almost. It gave me a chance to make all these decisions conscious yeah. instead of just feeling like you're doing it because you have to do it. Mm. And all of a sudden you've done that and you've, you're doing the same thing again. Yeah, which makes you think about that everything is just – everything is how it is because it is. Like, Yeah, everyone's made this – everyone's got to this yeah. decision. Yeah. We think, I think about like as people get older, they start to go to bed earlier, wake up yeah. earlier. They start – well, not all of them, but yeah, like it's – I think yeah, but you got kids and you're like, oh, it's time to go to bed. Time to go to <laughs> yeah, bed, go yeah, to bed, yeah, and then yeah. you get to an age where you're like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but the um, yeah, I, I think that path of working it all out is just how it goes. You probably go through it another fucking fifty times. Yeah, so then you'll be like, oh fuck, I thought I had it. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, oh no, that's a form of attachment as well. Yeah, because it'll serve you for. Time that it does, yeah. and then when it doesn't, you've got to be able to let go. And that's the thing, even with the relationships, whether it be a um, loving partner or just a friendship, mm. it's like, all right, 
it served me for a little bit. We're on the same path, but we're not anymore. Yeah. And we can keep holding on and suffer. And that's suffering's a choice there too. It's like, all right. Yeah. But then sometimes, yeah, it's, it is hard because sometimes it's, oh, this is, we're going to get through this together. Yeah. And then. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Like, there's this, yeah, well, I've been in a relationship for a long time. And there's probably, there's plenty of times where you think, oh, not so much recently, but like early days. But then, I don't know, you you kind of, you fight. I mean, every relationship goes through those stages and then you find yourself there and you think, oh, thank God, but this is the best place yeah. we've been. So that's, fuck, I think that's just... Well, do you believe in soulmates? Um, I, I, you know, um, the whole idea of like yeah, totally. soul pods, I, I believe in that. So... Like the idea of well, I don't know, I believe in it, but I, I, I want to believe in it. It's a bit like Santa when I was ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, where you, when you die, so you have like we're all in our own energy, and then when you die, you will go back into one energy, but then you'll all come back out with the same what thirty people or how, however yeah. many people. So you'll come back, but say me and Riley might not be brothers next time. We might be like Riley might be my dad or like. Sister or whatever, so dog, dog, <laughs> yeah. So that, so I, I don't, I probably, I wouldn't put, wouldn't that put, wouldn't put that past, yeah, me. But um, yeah, I don't know. I how big's the pod? Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Maybe like it's got to be definitely immediate family, obviously. So that maybe you're luckier if you have a big pod, I don't know. yeah. Or, but then, I don't know. I don't know. I obviously don't know. <laughs> obviously. But, yeah, I, I think soulmates is, um, no, I don't believe in soulmates. Because then it becomes like the movies and then love becomes like the movies. Yeah. Where everything is meant to be perfect. Or you might have one issue and then it's perfect. Yeah. You know, like it's just the way a story goes. Yeah. It doesn't make life the way it goes, so nah. And that become that I reckon that's the biggest issue. Is that it looks meant to be easy, isn't it? Meant yeah, to, exactly. It's meant to be love at first sight, and you yeah. just go away, and then you just live your life together and go out for breakfast every morning. And mm. <laughs> but nope, that's not how it works. So, and then it's all about expectation, isn't it? So then no one's ever happy, and they're like, if you believe the movies, then it's not coming home with. Flowers every night, or like, and the movie ends. Yeah. You, you keep watching that yeah. story. Yeah, twenty five, and it ends. Yeah, it ends. Well, two months later, they're having another fight. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> sequel. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think soulmates is a thing. But in saying that, like, uh, I completely fucking contradict myself. But if the, if our path is already set, then it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, but soul mate, mm. like, the path could be you're going to have three partners in your life. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't. You can't be attached to. Or the idea. Yeah, there's just no, no way of knowing. Mm. And it's like there's. No such thing as yeah. So whether it's true or not, do you think it's, you think it's, 
a, a good thing to believe in or not is probably the better. Um, Whereas whether whether fucking Buddhism is the correct path, mm. it can still make your life better. Whether all these stories are completely bullshit or not, yeah, it's right. like whether Christianity is real or not, some people have lived a, a lot of people lived a better life because they've de- they're devoted Christians. So yeah, of the course, the yeah. idea of soulmates, I think, whether it's true or not, it's it's not a good. No, it's not making anyone's life better. No, I don't think either. Because yeah, then because it's a form of attachment. What happens if you're not happy? Exactly. Like, well, you're my soulmate a month ago. Exactly. And what are you going to put up? What are you going to put up with yeah. if you think you, this is your soulmate? Mm. Like they could they could beat you up and be like, oh, but he's my soulmate. Yeah, I always think of like if you had a daughter. I do, but <laughs> you're not going to say, oh no, can't leave him. Yeah, he's, he's your soulmate. Yeah, didn't you know that? Oh, fuck, if I. Yeah, so that's yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but then it's such a common thing to say. Like, yeah, I think the, like fucking anything, romance mm. has is now tangible to a point where it's marketable. Yeah. So now romance is buying flowers. Mm. Like it's been. Yeah, we've yeah. been so Valentine's we've Day. been so brainwashed. That yeah, romance is now fucking how much, or he pays for dinner, mm. like all that type of stuff instead of, and people are trying to capture, fucking a genie in a bottle or yeah. a, a light in a bottle, yeah. and that light just goes out and they're like, oh what the fuck? I was about to show this to my friends. So with, as far as all that goes, and that, it's just I think love itself is just a form of magic that it can come and it can go, yeah. and, and the more you try and work out that like we're such logical. Brains. Mm, yeah. we're, we're trying to work out the algorithm for love, yeah, and we're right, trying yeah. to we're trying to recreate it, and we're, and and we're so scared that we don't understand it. Yeah, we're like anxious. It's like oh, I don't understand it. It's gonna yeah. if it came that easy, now it's gonna leave that easy. It's like well, it might. Yeah, I made that mistake a lot. Whereas, so scared of getting hurt, and this love was gonna go away mm. that you didn't even enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas now it's like well, if I get to experience love today and it goes tomorrow. Well, yeah. I'm going to enjoy today mm. instead That's, of being worried about tomorrow. Yeah. It's like the, uh, I think we're all good at it, of like never appreciating what we're doing at the time. So you'd be like, I'm at work. Oh, I wish I was home with the kids. Yeah. Uh, I'm at home with the kids. Oh, did I do it? Did I fin-? Like your mind's thinking about work. Yeah. Whereas you're like, if I just did all my work and I'm at work and then when I'm home I'd, put my phone away and spend all my time with my kids, then the time you become there and the time you spend just seems... Because when you're there, time goes so much longer and so much... Like, like we, like when I went away up at Walworth there, they turned my phone off for a couple of weeks. And um, it's amazing the difference it makes. Mm. And like, we can't live, can't live without it. It's like, but when I came back... And um, turned it back on, and I think I got like two or three notifications. And I look at them, and they're all like useless notifications. Yeah. And I'm like, so I just turned them off because they were annoying. Yeah. So it's like it's just like a nice reset. Um, now that reminds me of um, Napoleon. Shout out to Napoleon. <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> that um, when he when he used to get mail, he wouldn't read it. He would wait a week and then read it, and then yeah. he'd find out after a week it already yeah. been sold itself. So it's the same shit, but. 
talking about before about internal dialogue mm. and how some people's minds might go quicker than the others. Yeah. Do you think, because I know if I'm on Instagram a lot and they're designed by fucking geniuses that yep. know exactly how the brain works, like same as you watch a Disney movie. Yeah, well, that, and, yeah. and it's like it's exact cal- and everything is calculated. Yeah. That is an algorithm that every has word. worked out the brain. And every, well, social media. Okay, oh, you go. Yeah, so do you think our internal dialogue is sped up by that? Because I think, like, like happiness is just a, f- a form of um, content and being content is just being present in the moment where you're just like, this is the moment. And with my anxiety, I'm always, I'm always somewhere else. So even we just went for a run-up after seat, which is, like, the best view in probably the world. <laughs> what fucking best view you ever see. And... It made me think like, oh, fucking, like this morning I was laying in bed anxious mm-hmm. when I don't want to, like I know how lucky I am and I want to enjoy this world, like this yeah. it's heaven. Like this is, I do think like heaven and hell is just a mindset and yeah, you want to enjoy that and be present and I wonder if, um, yeah, like your, yeah, your voice inside your head speeds up the more it gets amped up by f- social media, by yeah. everything trying to steal your attention, yeah. all of a sudden it's like you've got ADD in your head where you're just like, look at this billboard, mm. look at this ad, or look at this fucking half-naked girl on Instagram, yeah. look at this, yeah, like whatever. Yeah. I think it's, um, yeah, maybe it speeds up or maybe it becomes more judgmental of yourself so that you notice them more. Or maybe it becomes more judgmental of what you're concentrating on where mm. it's like, oh, like when you go on Netflix and you're trying to, like you get paralysed by choice yeah. and you just find yourself scrolling through and instead of if you just had one movie to watch, you'd watch it and you'd Every be night. happy with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I reckon it's, yeah, so if you're looking at these fit-ass guys like, and, or someone that's at the beach or whatever, when you're on the beach, um, you're probably just looking at it and then you look at your own life and you're like, oh, so you just become a little bit more judgmental. But yeah. at the same time, like energy, energy could transfer through anything. You yeah. know? Like, so if someone's put in there, I don't know, it's a bit woo-woo, but like they're, who's posting a bikini photo on Instagram not thinking how many likes? I hope this mm. gets a lot of likes. So that becomes... You reckon they're putting negative energy in? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's more. That's probably a bit fucking out there, but uh, yeah, I think it's probably more just yeah comparison. So if you're, because how often do you think I just had a good thought, I just had a good thought, mm. but you might far more likely to go, oh fuck that thought, oh. So you're like anything, you're going to remember. Like you're on a holiday, you have fucking two weeks of perfect weather. It rains when you come home. Fuck, piss yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and so you get you're far more. Um, likely to n- to remember the negative, I reckon. So that yeah. So y- you might have the same amount of thoughts, even though I still feel like that energy build up. I know what you mean. Like where you'll scroll and then it just feels like that almost it, like it amps you up. Like yeah. You had three coffees. Yeah. Like that type of feeling. And even last night we came back from here and jump in the water. Like that, I leave that too. Mm. So it's like there is. There is an energy build up, and whether it's just a, 
coming off your phone or not. So whatever it is. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's maybe that negative feeling that social media gives you is just like a like internal come down from yeah. all these cool colours and mm. cool things. Yeah. Well, social media is like incentivize it. So they, they're incent incentive. Like they they become more wealthier by creating like division and yeah for sure so how the fuck how how can you go on there and not think that it's gonna impact your life like it's still finding your way in you know what I mean like it's be like watching morning TV and it comes up with like all those yeah all the headlines flashing and it's like from, that's oh I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that but it's not gonna Affect me because I know, yeah. but it still gets in. Yeah, for sure. So it's like that's subconscious. Yeah, it that's just comes. It comes in, and you're like, oh, um, a girl just got abducted. Yeah, or the, like, no, oh, even even like all the political more stuff. mundane is like oh. Sydney cluster. Yeah, or yeah, um, like, Sydney yeah. inundated yeah, one case. Yeah, because there's two yeah. extra cases outbreak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. so stuff like that where it's it's sad because what they're really doing is like we're all. We're all people. We're all in this together, and it's just becoming. We all do it. Like fuck, I do it with my own company. I'm taking, like, mm. yeah, you're trying to. You're, you're all. You're trying to grab what you can grab for yourself. Yeah. And now these like news and everything is. Mm. Oh, that's. I know this isn't the best. Yeah. For the human race. Yeah. But it's the best for our company. It's like, like uh, if we write this headline, it's. Ten bucks. We've yeah, got this headline and some million bucks. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So if I write on Facebook, this clickbait. Yeah. And it's going to make people angry because it's not entirely true, mm. and all the comments are going to be, "This is bullshit." So, pause again. And back. <laughs> um, yeah. So the was I think you were talking about. Um, the headline, I think they actively do it. I don't think it's like a... No, 100% they do. Yeah, I know. But like the idea of um, let's make this hateful. You know, let's make... Yeah. How can we make two people hate each other? But it takes two to tango too because like I know we're aware of it and like you say you go on Facebook or any of these articles and you look at the comments and like if you ever... Like if you look at a Fox footy... Well, the perfect the perfect example is you look at a, a lad Bible post on Instagram. It could be like, "Man feeds homeless people." The top three comments will be like, "Well, why do you film it?" <laughs> so it's like, "Well, what comes first here?" Like, if yeah. this they wouldn't be so, um, and for these corporations, I know we give them a hard time. Like, "Oh, look at this fucking clickbait," but it's clickbait for a reason because yeah. fuckheads are clicking people on like. it. And cl- <laughs> like, it's a it's a human thing. Yeah. So the only way to win is not be a part of it at all. Mm. They hear about like, oh, they're going to ban um, happy birthday at the school, at yeah. kinder. Yeah, or what, you watch Australia Day. Yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're trying to get rid of Australia Day. It's like, have you heard anyone say that? Mm. Or one person yeah. said it has a blog. Yeah, that's right. Like, or they, they want to get rid of um, Christmas. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't met anyone. No. Like, says it. Yeah, or um, Christmas songs are banned. Like, I actually saw... The school near my house, like seeing, like doing, yeah. doing them all. Like it's not, 
So that's like you can either believe it or you're not. And then the hard part is like, um, there must be stuff we don't that we still do buy into. Hundred <laughs> percent. So talking about it, we're talking about it. That's a whole cancel culture. Like if you visit any fucking, especially American podcasts and comedians, all they do is talk about cancel culture for yeah. two hours yeah. every podcast. Yeah. It's like, well, is it really that big of a deal? Because fucking, mm. who's getting cancelled? Yeah, yeah. Happened like two years ago, didn't it? Like all that. Yeah. The main cancer culture type yeah. of idea. Like, and maybe it just got rid of people that didn't deserve to be in the industry. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure there was like, be like a footy player doing something wrong and being, like, it's like Dustin Martin doing something wrong compared to fucking some rookie who's going yeah, exactly, to get sacked. You know? Yeah. It's, it's all relative. Yeah. And there's also like, there's a, there's a real world and then there's this fake world mm. where cancer culture doesn't exist. In our world No Like Nothing does The conversations I think that's why Podcasts are becoming So fucking um, Well Popular Is because people Are just sick of this Fake radio Shit Where it's like Oh this isn't real I listen to I like Don't listen to radio much But like You talk like Talk back radio Oh Ring in and Mm. Tell me Oh fuck! Like especially the sport one. My like, fuck yeah. me! Like tell me, oh this is what we should do to the big bash and spend fucking fifteen minutes talking about it. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Well, this is another thought. Do you think because like this whole thing at the moment with John Patton, mm. which I don't know how much more is going to come out, so I don't want to talk about it too early. Yeah. But um, like there is a part of me that like feels sorry for him. Because the double standards, the double standards of it, is so. If anyone doesn't know, he's like an Aussie rules player. Because people in America are listening, <laughs> um, like obviously, like a, a big on a big contract, like well, well paid player and um, uh, relevant to Australian money. And he, it's turned out that he's been like a bit of a sexual deviant on social media, but. People have come out, come out and been like, showed his messages or what he's been saying. And if that was the other way around, and if he come out and showed all the messages girls were sending to him, or um, a girl sent a yeah sent sent a, sent a photo to him and there. he showed people, or if a, a rock star come out and goes, "Oh, look at all these messages girls send me." Yeah, yeah. like you imagine the backlash they would get. Mm. So, yeah, like I said, I don't talk about it too much because I don't know the extent yeah. of it and what's going to come out. I just wonder how it's taken. How old is he? He's like 20. Yeah, 23, 24, maybe. Yeah, so he's obviously done it for a while. Yeah, he's learned a, he's learned a lesson that he had to learn. Yeah. But, yeah, I do. Because apparently he's admitting himself into mm. like a psych ward. So. Yeah. But that leads to like the. Um, do you. Like. We all, especially now we're older and we're becoming more aware, but young kids, especially like our nephews and or nephews that love footy, that yeah. idolise AFL players. Mm. Like, does sport just create and prop up people that don't deserve it? And do you, like... Yeah, I think it... Are it, they encouraged to, like... They have, yeah, I don't know. It's like, and they say, oh, he's a role model, but 
Like he didn't sign up to be a role model. I, I understand he's if they're paid well, then they should be a role model. Or, yeah, just AFL players in general. Yeah, fuck, I don't know. It's I guess it's probably up to parents to, in a way, show you the kids that they're not they're not they didn't cure cancer. Like yeah. like they they're really good at. And it takes a lot of hard work, and obviously they've fucking put in heaps of work to get where they are. Um, but at the same time, they're just normal guys. And yeah, so it's always up to the parents to like broaden their horizons a little yeah, bit, yeah, and yeah. even expand their their interests. Yeah, whether it be at a young age, like oh fishing, it's like oh this guy, mm. like, or like yeah, trying to and just take him somewhere yeah else as well. It's in our little. Family where like um, footy mad, and um, so you become obsessed with good footy players growing up, like Michael Voss, fucking absolute legend. But um, and then you still like still look up to him, and he played fucking fifteen years. Yeah. Um, but you have another family who uh, their mum and dad are in a band. Like the kids are going to be looking up to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So who? But the, the whole idea of it, there's really no one. There's no like, perfect person. No. Yeah. So it's up to. I think you, you almost have to let the kid work it out. In yeah. A way because you're gonna fucking eventually. Yeah. I do, I feel like I. But for some reason, as a kid, I did. Like you know, people used to love. Um, I know I spoke about fucking Ben Cousins on the podcast before, <laughs> but like when he was when he was going through, all, and he he did his first documentary. Yeah. And people were like, "Fuck! What a what a sick cunt." Or yeah, like Dane Swan, where it's like, oh, he doesn't even train. Mm. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and even like maybe like, gym. like it's all fake, but like Dustin Martin, like yeah. obviously he fucking trains hard. Just look at yeah, him and the way he plays. Right. But um, I always just like neglected that. I'd love like Ricky Ponting yeah. for the way he was, or like Kobe Bryant, yeah, where it was yeah. the opposite. I think we probably underestimate the intelligence of kids to yeah. work that out because love Michael Voss. If you went and did drugs, or like, yeah, yeah. Uh, not like drugs. Or bash someone like, on an island. Yeah. He did. Yeah. You know what I mean, like you saw that, you're not going to be like, all right. Yeah, I'm going to go do it. So, yeah. So, as far as role models go, you'll, you'll work it. I think they'll work that out anyway. Yeah, and you can lose it pretty quick. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, kids are way more switched on and up to date with how things are. Yeah. And that they're not going to. The main. I think. You might wear their boots, you might get their haircut, you might wear their number on your back, but you're not going to start yeah. drink driving <laughs> yeah. if they do. Or Yeah, but as far as the AFL goes, do they really give a fuck if you're a good person or not? No. No. Uh, because they go, the, they go through all this mindfulness, like now they're into this yeah. mindfulness stuff, yeah, but yeah. the motivation is coming from, okay, you can meditate because it's going to make you a better footballer. Yeah, that's right. It's not because more focus. Yeah, it's not because true awakening is going like, and I actually do feel like like Brody Grundy's like going through that at the moment, where mm. he's like, "Oh shit, where, what is this?" Mm. And like, I don't know, like, it makes you cringe a little bit because you, it is a cycle that you get past. Like I said, I I went through it. Yeah, where yeah. I'm like, fuck, footy's just for fucking like different. Getting paid. Yeah, million and yeah, you're on a seven million dollar contract, yeah. and no matter what you do, you're gonna get paid it. Yeah, so there's that. Yeah. so if you're losing motivation to, you know, to survive or support mm. your fucking family, yeah, or that's right, and you've already like, oh, 
no, no one. So, and yeah, like Kyrie Irving is a bit like that. Yeah. You know, Irving. Yeah. Um, where that that kind of awakening is, oh, this isn't, like these fans are abusing me because I missed a shot mm. or didn't kick, didn't play good. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's more. It would be real frustrating for them to see these fans really judge them over it. Something that's got nothing to do with them. Yeah. You ever see fans that are like upset for the whole week because Collingwood lost? Yeah. I know. Or celebrate a flag for two weeks because. Or punch on with another yeah. fan. And over. it's like, yeah. Or even that, like, it was good as watching Brisbane be good. But if they won the flag, my life's not going to change. No. I had nothing to yeah, do with it. Good as day. I had well, literally yeah. nothing to yeah. do with it. And, and we're going to be like yeah, happy become, for people get tattoos. It's like, yeah. yeah. Becomes four. Like, becomes um, it's a bit like politics at the moment. It becomes an identity thing. Yeah, because it's like a, a you bag Brisbane. Oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You packing your bag of me. All right, let's fight about it. Yeah, and it's and like it, yeah, fucking. It's not me. But then talk about identity too with like Grundy or whatever or any or a lot of them guys would have had to be say that really really like egotistical to get where they are. Because you need to think you're the best. That's just how it works. Like, or they're just that good. Yeah, but it still comes from knowing you're good. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. So you have to know that you're good, and then you also need to um, really buy into it. You don't even know you're buying into it, but understanding mm. that AFL is the be all end all. Yeah. So to get there, so once you're in there, and you realise that it's just like probably playing it. Local footy, but they're obviously much better, and you get paid more. And um, so maybe that's like a element of um, realizing that there's still going to be a life after footy. And then they they kind of they're trying to find that middle ground of still yeah. enjoying playing footy and still wanting to be the best at it, as well as understanding that it's is a game, and that they're going to need. To uh, do other things after it as well, so maybe yeah. it's like that, that middle ground of, especially if you get a nice contract, that might help. But you realise like, and it could just be the pressure of thinking, shit, I'm worth this much now, and then who knows? There's, I think there is seems to be a fairly common trend when yeah, players is. get a big contract that at least their next year is, is is poor. Yeah, and like it's well stated, and it's just. Well, like it's a statistic that they've found yeah. out, and yeah. still every single time yeah, yeah, they're like, "Oh, Grundy's fucking just yeah, what a mistake." Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, I come. So yeah, but um, do you think if you were good enough to get drafted at eighteen, would you be the person you are today? Um, probably not. But you think about yeah, I don't know because you say teams don't. I answered the first question. I probably no, you wouldn't be because you'd be in the AFL system and you would be. I don't know. Actually, don't know. Mm. But if you depends uh, how good you were, really. Yeah, because there's some people that are like, look at, look at Wayne Carey, like mm. Shane Warne, like they're still, they're still in that. Yeah, identity of yeah being the best. Yeah, instead of just like all right, we have family that would probably bring you down to earth really quickly too. Yeah, so that might have or maybe that add to it. Yeah, so you had to keep yeah, like so he played AFL. It's like the um, 
they say the NFL players over in America because they wear helmets. They um, when they go out, no one knows who they are. Yeah. So they have to spend heaps of cash and oh, to make it so people know who they are. So that's um, might have been a similar thing of like, oh, yeah. you don't think I'm good? All right. And it's all relative too, because if you now you get drafted, you're maybe the best person out of Whittlesey, but you're one of the like you couldn't you could be one of the shittest in the AFL. Like any so maybe that um, humility would would still mm. reach you. Yeah, and it could even be even maybe you'd be even yeah like more. better yeah, because yeah. you're like oh fuck no nah, look at this bloke he's free whereas at yeah. Whittlesey it's like you go to training it's like oh I'm the best year yeah. I've on the running. Yeah, yeah. But you think about it, and ask the question of do they draft for a character? I reckon they still do. Yeah. Because if you think about all the, the Lockie Neal, for instance. Well, the good ones do. Yeah. That's been the difference yeah, between yeah, Brisbane yeah. and a lot of other clubs. Yeah. Lockie Neal, like the nicest bloke in the world. Yeah. So that's. It probably shows that they should. And yeah. um, go from there and then. Yeah. But and even getting. Kids that have grown up together as well, which they seem to yeah. do as well, make it more comfortable. But yeah, it's a uh, it's funny. Uh, yeah, even if you had a kid, would you want him to play? Yeah, AFL. I know. You'd just be. You'd almost be like that. That, like, kind of a dad. That's why aren't you excited? Like, why aren't you? Yeah. Like, why aren't you fucking? Like you'd be, you'd want to be all in, but you'd also, but yeah, I don't know because because dad is the opposite of that. Mm. Like literally, I remember the one time after the game, dad was like, you "Play well today." I still remember that one time. Yeah, and um, so maybe that like real push and like obsession with footy mm. stemmed from like trying to trying please to get dad, yeah, yeah please dad, which is the where it was just like oh no, good on you like mm. you're just like, oh. But it's also a good human trait to have. Yeah. Like cause even with this podcast, I listen to it back and I'm like cringing the whole time. Like, oh, fuck, why did I, <laughs> I say that? Like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Or, yeah. I can't even remember what I've said in this podcast. Yeah. Well, not at the moment, but... but um, it's gone too harsh on your depression. That, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was good. So what about um, meat... Eating meat and the morality of all of that. Mm. Fuck. Because I'm. So what happened for me when we were in Wawa, which Wawa was on the border on the Murray River, uh, about an hour from Albury. First day, it's in the middle of nowhere, caravan park and a pub. Um, taking Ralph for a walk, my French bulldog, and he turned around. He was off the lead. Where the fuck is he? Looked around. He's like head to head with a one ton bull And I'm fucking Shit myself They were just staring at each other Went in um, Yelled out his name He came back the first time Second time I did it again And walking there And he just obviously Thought Fuck it I've um, Tested this bull out I think I got its measure So he ran in And he went in With the bull For like tw- 30 metres Chased this bull And the bull Run around as if It was like a it was just another dog And Ralph was like Ralph wasn't going to hurt it But he was like playing with it And probably like Two or three centimetres From Ralph getting stood on Or what bulls can do Is they like fall And could have just squashed him And killed him So that happened And then the next Two days later We were sitting there Having a coffee at the general store 
There's also a gin and soda. And um, a cattle truck pulled up and he pulled in and he got out to get a coffee and obviously they were unsettled. It was like a hot day, been a long ride. And there, all the cows in the cattle truck were just like going nuts. And I'd for like maybe like two years have been thinking, I just didn't feel right because like we, where we grew up in Wondong, do like a lot of highway driving. And whenever I saw a cattle truck, like I, I couldn't even look at it. And this is a stupid, maybe it's not a stupid resemblance, but for some, this is what I think, just goes to show my thought pattern, is I, in, during like World War Two in fucking, like or a lot of countries um, all across Europe, they would have, they would round up Jews and they would put them in trucks and trains and drive them to concentration camps. And like people, there was a lot of like Holocaust deniers, but a lot of people that weren't Jews would look at it and they would just trick themselves to be like, oh no, they're going, they're just going to work somewhere. Like they're not getting, not getting hurt. It's all fine. So they justified it. And I just think in maybe 200 years time, who knows? They'll look back and be like, "Fuck!" They were just, they just had a cattle truck on the highways, and just normal people looking at it and going like, "Oh, that's all right." They're just going. All these animals are just going to get killed and supermarket for fucking four bucks a kilo. And um, so that thought has been toying at me for ages. And then I made a made a oath to be oh, for twenty twenty one. I'm just trying to eat beef. That's all I'm going to do. Just beef, nothing, and. Today is the 15th and I, for- and I ate a party pie because <laughs> I forgot. But it doesn't matter. So I'm, I'm sticking with it even though I ate two party pies on a sausage roll because I forgot. But it doesn't matter. But where, you, where do you stand with all of that? Um, yeah, <clears throat> I have that like morality side. Do you think it'll get you eventually? Like I've gone to grass fed. Makes me feel a little bit better. So you just eat grass now? Yeah, just grass fed. <laughs> no, I go for like, um, yeah. So I'll go. I'll eat grass fed meat and like free range meat, chicken and eggs, and then yeah, grass fed beef. Um, just so I know that, that at least they've had a yeah. good a good life, even because yeah. that transfers like. Oh, well you go taste a like a grass fed steak compared yeah, to a normal steak. Exactly. It's like fucking completely. You can eat the fat on the grass fed steak like it's that alone makes me sad. Yeah, I know that they're they're that it's that obvious. Yeah, that they're actual physical. Yeah, so I, um, that's where I'm at the moment. More because you know that that um, vegan doco came out and that was like yeah, I didn't even watch it. I I watched. The first half an hour, I'm just like, I had to turn them off. I was like, this is fucking so... Just like propaganda. But like, that's, that's why, like I said, I'm talking about on the fucking podcast, but yeah. I've, I've literally only told you and Jai. Yeah. Because I'm not doing it. And even last year, I just lowered my yeah. meat intake because the last... I don't want to... Ve- vegetarians, vegans got such a bad stigma because everyone's doing it from a self-righteous point of view where it's yeah. like, oh, now I get to tell you off. Talk about newly converted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so I've gone more of a grass-fed, just mainly that was originally through, um, because of the, so like omega-3 and omega-6 fats, so yeah. omega-3s are the good ones, and there's some of that in grass-fed, but hardly any in normal, Yeah. so, and I've kind of stuck to that because of, it is obviously nutritious and it's good for you and there's a lot of 
um, health benefits to eating good quality protein. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at the moment, but I, I definitely get where you're coming from with that. Um, and it's one of those things, once it gets, once it plants in your mind, yeah, it festers. Yeah, and then like every time you have a mouthful. And, but you think about, you, you hear about those 10-year-old girls who eat, they re, once they realise what meat comes from, mm. and you're like, no, they never eat meat again. Yeah. So they're like, it's, um, it's a, it's, I, I, I think it's fine if you, I think you probably have to supplement like with whatever's missing from. Yeah. Maybe you get it through other meat, but. I think it's like vitamin B or what is it like whatever it is B twelve or something yeah in in meat that yeah you need to have but I think because you're gonna eat meat for however long like twenty your whole life like there's they say there's enough stores in your body for like a few years yeah and then eventually it'll deplete enough and then but yeah morality wise I think I. It's hard not to think that they understand somewhat what's going on. Yeah, and um, yeah, because there was such a there was such a because the bull the bull weighs over a ton. So you picture a, a big muscly bull, yeah, a scary looking thing, and it sees Ralph, mm. who's ten kilos. Yeah, <laughs> so the ratio's out, and he's scared of Ralph and running yeah. away. Yeah. And you're like, if he's scared of a little dog, yeah, imagine he's what is yeah. Bolton he's a bull It's different But like a yeah. cow Same fucking brain Yeah Yeah Even um, Going out fishing And like Yeah Catching Catch like a On the weekend Catch like a snapper And then you're Pulling the hook out of its mouth Yeah And you can still feel them Like yeah. tense up you're like It still hurts Yeah Like You think it hurts But it, it, I think you could If you want to go full on You could think that Anything can even a tree may be able to yeah, feel exactly. pain. Exactly. Just, you know, the difference is a pig squeal, like an animal squeal louder. Yeah, and there's also like, um, yeah, I do believe anything that, like like a tree has a consciousness. It's like striving for life. But as far as um, stress, but trees can also die in the wrong environment, so mm. that's a form of stress. But yeah, that initial like s- scared yeah. Human well, like, Yeah Well, in, in Talk about like Families of trees They've found yeah. that So if you have like A line of trees And a giraffe Starts eating The leaves on the first one It sends like a chemical reaction Oh really So all the, the roots Into the their leaves. roots And then the whole lot Will change their leaves Yeah So they're bitter They just stop eating them Yeah So they They still have um, Even like They have like whether they're nerves or not, but I think they obviously have some type yeah. of feeling. I mean, it's not human feeling, we don't think, because they can't talk. But yeah, um, yeah, maybe that's what a, a higher power is—just the Earth's consciousness. Yeah, and we're all a part of it. Yeah, sure. Let's I'll take a piss. But yeah, with you, have, I know there's a morality side to it, and. Um, there's also like we're an animal as well, mm. and a fucking lion still eats a zebra. Circle of life, liking. Yeah, so and our bodies are so good at like taking the nutrients from meat compared to yeah. So yeah, so with that doco, I um because I watched it, it was just so far one way, 
makes me want to go yeah, look yeah. the other way. And um, so I went and found some things that were like, like deep, like what do you call it? Like Mythbuster or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. And they just. Joe Reagan had like fucking yeah, four episodes right. about it. Yeah, yeah. And, Joe um, Reagan button. And um, he, uh, yeah, like meat is just so nutrient. Yeah. What do you call it? Like bio. Availability or whatever it's called, by availability, where our, if our body, how do our body get so good at taking nutrients from it? If yeah. It wasn't meant to, like if we eat leaves, be like fucking. Yeah, but maybe if we had everything available, so if we all started being vegans today and we had the vitamins, we had everything in a thousand years' time, people would be going, oh, "We're not meant to eat meat; it's bad for yeah, us." Yeah, or even maybe less, mm. two hundred, like three generations. Yeah, we'll have like. Our heads point down from looking at their phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you said, looking at grass. Our heads will be like fucking. Yeah, we'll be like aliens because we won't need our bodies, but yeah. our heads will be like big fucking. Better float. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing, um, Sadhguru, another good fucking philosopher, for anyone wants to Google him, um, said is we our bodies are software, mm. and it comes from like talking about depression and stuff. We never, we've got this. Great software, but we never read the manual. Mm. But, well, these other animals are also softwares. So it's like putting, you've got a brand new laptop and you're going to put um, the software of a PC from 2001 into it and mm-hmm. keep feeding it that. Yeah. So he says, yeah, as far as eating meat, it's, uh, yeah, you're putting in other software, so it's just confusing DNA. your yeah. thing. And he goes, the fish is probably the best meat to eat because... The best meat to eat because its software is so far from ours. Mm. Yeah, but it, it maybe just the other day I'm like, well, I, I don't really get vegans because um, they're just so fucking annoying. <laughs> no, it's a joke. Um, because like in a, a chicken is going to lay an egg, no matter what, so you may as well yeah. just eat it. So I'd actually try to I googled it to be like, why, and I found. Well, obviously not Googled often because that's like scroll down to find an actual answer for it, and unfortunately it was a good answer, but it was like saying, um, yeah, and a, a chicken's going to lay an egg no matter what, but it's being the chicken's being bred for it. Mm. So the analogy or the example they used was humans don't need their fingernails, but if you get to breed a kid just for their fingernails, that's mm. still wrong. Yeah. So that's yeah. So I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Can't even enjoy eggs Just anymore. Like yeah. Niece and nephews with no fingernails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you're like fucking. Well, uh, maybe they didn't lay every day, or I don't know. What's the how how thousand years ago? How many eggs did chickens lay? Like, per, like, did they do every single day like they do now? Or who know. knows whether? Obviously, they do breed too. For it, like eggs are so good though. I know, but yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I'm more likely to go like, yeah, like meat free Mondays or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. do like one day a week where I just eat you know, no meat. Yeah, or even just be conscious about it. Like, yeah. say if you could have a ham sandwich, like, like, like I said, it sounds a bit fucking woo, but think, okay, this was an animal that lived a life, mm. and what life did it live? And then also be like, oh, do I want to put that into my body? Yeah. Because like, think about what a life that pig probably did live. Yeah. Even kids, there's no way known they know what 
No. Like you should probably take them to an abattoir and say, yeah. this is what you're This is what you're doing, cunt. <laughs> Watch him die. No, yeah, well, yeah. even that, you think about abattoirs, fuck. We, one thing I fucking hate is when people are like, oh, don't go hunting, it's bad for the animals. Mm. But then they go to the supermarket and buy a fucking steak. Yeah. It's like, what's worse? You're going to kill an animal that lived a beautiful life up until it mm. died and it didn't even know that it was going to die? Yeah, or right. an animal that was bred for... Fed grain. Fucking yeah, fed grain and then lived its last three days in an abattoir yeah. surrounded by ice addicts that are about to fucking chop up with a chainsaw mm. and s- send it to Snapchat to their fucking weird ice addict girlfriend sitting at home. <laughs> yeah, it's... Nothing against ice addicts. <laughs> it's a... It's a hard one because if you take the plunge, it's a fucking... Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you want to just want to start thinking about it. It yeah. festers there and you're like, fuck. It's an argument that I can't really fucking beat. I went to Tintelder Pub at Christmas time. That's yeah. the best steak I've ever had in my life. So, there's that. Yeah, but definitely, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to tell anyone about it, like, doing this. And it's also come from, like, it, reading the Gita and saying, like, you've... You're going to take all the joys from the world and not have any discipline to give back, then you're a thief, which is probably yeah adds to the anxiety of me. <laughs> now I can't do anything, but um, you're fucking discipline. How much discipline, more discipline do you want to be? Yeah, fucking hell. Why don't you much? Hey, I don't do much. You know what I mean? Like, just what is it? What is it? What do you take? I mean, obviously, you can't ask him, but what do you take their discipline as? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can take it all the way, all the way to the bank. <laughs> but I mean, it's like discipline. Like I'm going for a run today. Or is it discipline? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or is it discipline? Like, well, it can just be like whatever you do. It's got to be conscious. Because you know, when you lay in bed, it's like I want to get up. Mm. It's like uh, stuff like that. It's like oh, I'm going to set an alarm to get up at seven, and when I get up, I'm going to go for a walk, and then you, the alarm goes off at seven. And you're like, oh, no, I'm going to lay in bed. Yeah. Like that type. That's what I think discipline is. Yeah, yeah. Or doing something that, you, that you don't want to do at the current time, but you know it's going to make you feel better afterwards. Yeah. Which is, yeah, which is what I completely ignored pretty much for all last year. Yeah. I say that, but not really. It's like patches, yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, yeah. You Even like... Laying in bed or whatever, and you realise that you probably have to fucking go to bed earlier. Like, there's always a an alternative. Yeah, like, yeah. Like a other with every action, there's a reaction or whatever you, you yeah. say. But yeah, it's a um, never really never ends. That's a problem. You think that you're gonna the more you try, the further it gets away. Yeah, that's what, was, what, yeah. I'm working out now. What was the other one? Um, people wasn't. People rush towards a future where they don't have to rush. You know, fuck, that's so true. Yeah. Even rush to a place where they don't have to rush. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. It's like talking about holidays and stuff, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I could just not rush now. Yeah. And I'm always late, so I'm winning. Yeah. Yeah, but actually that's not true because you end up do rushing because you are late. Yeah. That's fucking not true. But we're talking about... um, we say like, uh, what are they called? Um, what are the things you always say? Jews. <laughs> no, like, 
fucking uh, cliches. Cliche. You know, we're talking about how cliches become. You understand why they're cliche yeah. when you like come across them. And um, what we just want to, I'm trying to work out what the. I think the one we spoke about, yeah, was like what you resist persists, and then. Said we're going to write like a big list of them and then go through and work out how they work. I'm trying to. There was another one today that I had that I fucking totally lost, lost fucking out of my brain. But yeah, the you realise that going from that that everything that has stuck the, the test of time has for a reason. So when like that Alan Watts book talks about anxiety and it's like a book written like. Like for so it was like a title, and it says in a time of anxiety. Like, mm. and you think, well, so w- w- everywhere now is so. This is the most that anyone's ever been anxious. Like yeah, this, this society. Oh, people is, always go, oh, we're living in crazy times. Yeah, they've been saying that forever. <laughs> like crazier than fucking when you were in a castle and someone else is coming to attack you, and you got to go. Yeah, we're more fucking. They were putting people onto trucks. Yeah, or they were fucking burning p- women because they thought they were witches. Yeah, fuck me. Because um, they they had one form of women's rights. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. And then so you think that maybe depression or anxiety and all that type of stuff is less, but um, diagnosed more, maybe. Mm. Maybe, I don't know Or maybe it's when life gets better 100% Like it's just You've got more time to think about yeah, about yeah. that yeah. You've got more time to ponder mm. And when you ponder You start thinking like What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like What am I doing? Yeah. Shit, like And you look around And now all of a sudden it's So like I know It gets bashed so much Like social media And There's good and bad in everything But I, I would love to know like how many, how much does a religion get bashed at the moment? And I would love, and you always say, "Oh, well, I wonder a word without religion, how how much worse or better would it be?" Yeah, and it's John Lennon song. <laughs> but I wonder a world without social media. Yeah, because no one would know about this for starters. Yeah, but it's definitely worse. It would be worse, you reckon? But life without social media would definitely be worse. Yeah. But it's just like um, I think the problem is people think there's going to be people are always looking for something that's all good. There's no such thing. It, like there's like yin and yang. There's a good and bad in everything. So yeah. you need to be your own. But that also goes to like critical thinking. And we're taught from a young age not to critically think. Yeah. Because even as a as a parent, you're like they ask a good question, just do as you're told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, why, why can't I, why can't I come? I just Cause I said so. Yeah, exactly. But you think about, I think we've been able to do it as far as, if you're thinking about Facebook, I don't know what they're, you probably Google it now, their subscription numbers are definitely down. From they, previous years? Yeah. You reckon? I fucking Google it. But um, people naturally get sick of things if they're not enjoying them. So mm. eventually... Well, eventually, like, mainstream media... Yeah, it's fucking gone for sure. Podcasts. Podcasts will... So radio got to a point where it was so yeah. commercialised where you couldn't even listen. Yeah. Now podcasts are taking over. Yeah. 
five years' time, something else will take over. Yeah. And I know what it is. <laughs> Probably like live podcast. No, it'll be. I don't want to tell you. Oh, I don't want to give away my idea. But what's going to happen, everyone, as the storm is, is as um, Elon Musk makes this, uh, what's it called? Neuralink. Neuralink. You're going to be able to stream your own consciousness. So there's going to be like, like you talk about gamers and shit that are just sit there talking, playing games. They're going to be able to do that, but walk around like Sydney and there'll be like these real outlandish kids that walk up to people and be like, hey man, what do you do for a job? And they'll be streaming it through their eyes and all of their thoughts will also be streamed. So that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but then what does that even mean? What do you mean? Like, why would they have to be walk around? Well, they can't just, just sit at home. Yeah, boring. You, if you've got to stream consciousness, someone's got to... Oh. <laughs> someone's got to be doing it. What do you mean? Are you talking about... Yeah, the kid, or whoever, the, the, uh, the guy with the crazy thoughts. Ah, uh, I get you. Just yeah. thoughts. Well, it's his consciousness streamed. Yeah, but what about the active experience of doing? That's still going to be... No, because people want to sit on the couch and watch and not do. Yeah. It's too scary out there. You end up... Yeah, fuck. Surely they... And then... Even that, that's going to be... It's like saying that you wouldn't think that physical shops would still be around. Because Amazon's here, but people still like going. Yeah, well, other people. There's going to be a lot of people like that still do it. How many? Like, there's this, people making millions off fishing shows on YouTube. Yeah, we still fish. Yeah, true. So, and then what's going to happen? So they'll do that, and then it'll become this big thing It'll be called YouTube. N E U. It will be called YouTube, and there'll be like this famous kid that started it, and then other people start doing it, and then they'll start using it as. Like organised crime Because I can talk to you Through my consciousness And it can't be traced So the government will get involved And be like Oh Someone just got murdered Through this new tube So we're going to start Tracking your consciousness mm. Through your Neuralink And they're going to do that And then the whole idea of You know when you're like You're walking near a cliff And you're like Fuck I might jump off Or yeah. When you're Holding the baby And you're like What would happen if I just drop it <laughs> Fuck lucky I'm not having any more kids <laughs> Hold your baby today But you know those thoughts big Biggish You know those thoughts That you You have that Internal You know, the big, then you know yeah. they're not you No you just Like you're just like I'm not going to do that Yeah yeah But they'd come or, like, What would happen if I just Punch this guy in the face right now or? Do you ever have the feeling of Like you see like a Even just The, the deck here And you're like What well, fell and Yeah you, you picture the whole thing Yeah exactly yeah. So and then What will happen Because they're tracking Because they're tracking This new tube mm. They're going to be they're going to come and be like, oh, we're going to take you away because you were about to jump off the deck. And then you're in prison for something that you're never going to do. And then the whole idea of like, well, am I crazy? Or am I just, I, is my internal compass strong enough to not go there? Have you seen or read Brave New World? No. So it's, on, it's a show now. On, is it about what I just said? Well, basically they all have like an eye piece in their eye. Yeah. And they're able... Whoever's got the IPC in, like, the headquarters is able to... Watch it. Watch it. And their thoughts as well? Um, not too sure. I don't think about their thoughts. But they, they can... They're constantly taking, like, these somas, they call it, and, like, little happy pills. So they never have any emotion but happy. Oh, really? So every single time they feel any type of anxiousness, they just, like, pop these pills. So, yeah, it's a... But I still think that that will only go so far. 
The Neuralink? Like, on YouTube. Well, I'll tell you what, it'd be fucked. Like, school. There'd be no mm. school because you'd just be like, Neuralink. Mm. Yeah. It's going to Google that in my brain. We're just going to know it without even knowing when you know it. Yeah, but the best thing about that is art because. You can just paint a person. I always get this mixed though. up, but like the difference between it's subjective, you know, subjective and objective. Yeah. So whatever I say is always wrong. Because you know when you're like, oh, I got this wrong last time, I'm going to say the opposite. It's yeah. like, oh, did I say that one last time? But like that's the difference between people who are like worried about AI. But art yeah. is so subjective. Mm. Is that right? You don't know either. Subjective. Yeah, fuck, I don't even know either. Yeah, so it's so um, up for interpretation. That yeah. Like it's some people are like, oh, that's shit. And some people are like, that's fucking the best thing ever. Yeah. So people see Mona Lisa and be like, it's just... Oh. You really give you talent? Well, it can't because it doesn't have human element. I, I don't know. I'm freaked out by it. But if you could know something... Yeah, I know. So if you, you can... You can be like, that's why this is good. Yeah, but even like... I can paint like Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Like, if you can have... Uh, if you can have the talent to know how to kick a footy perfectly... Or, yeah, no, I don't know. It's like the doings still. You still got to teach your muscles. And that's yeah, I, I do think like because I like this year I've found art as a form of expression, and it's helped me like with my internal fucking angst. Yeah, but I do know like I've I know I have the creative side, and my personality really resonates with an artist. Yeah, but as far as the skill goes. I'm fucking shit. I can't draw the same thing twice. So if I went to, got lessons and learned that skill, yeah, then like it's it's almost 50-50. There's the art side of what mm. you can do to express yourself to make something maybe original and then there's the actual talent to be able to so like you can, execute it. You can read the textbook but you still, yeah. feel like you can be, you can know everything a doctor knows but you're still not going to be able to be a surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, yeah. Because you still need to learn those Yeah, or yeah, or you can, yeah, you know how the body works. No, but they're saying... Well, you you could be really, really skillful at footy, but you go play a game and you can't get a kick. Yeah, but... That type of shit. uh, Yeah, but they say Neuralink will stop, like, Parkinson's and stuff. Yeah, that's how it's going to start. So that that is changing... I guess it's... That's science. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be fucking... But even all that change, so you talk about like that's not natural. If it's occurring, if the idea is occurring in someone's head, then isn't that natural? Say like the iPhone, for instance. Yeah, so the Neuralink is natural because a man made it. Well, it's, yeah. So anything... You have to go with it, you reckon? Fuck, you have to. Mm. Well, what's going to happen? But as soon as something can steal my consciousness... You still got to sign up, surely. I know. Would you? I don't know. What are you going to do? You either get left behind or. Yeah, but I'll be happy to be, might just be like that fucking old crazy guy on the hill. Same. <laughs> because what I don't need to, unless you're going in and like. You I imagine want, you're sitting where you're sitting, CEO of this business, but you're sitting at a family table and everyone's talking through the Neuralink. Yeah, and you're sitting like, there. <laughs> Weather was good today. Beep boop, beep boop. What is weather? <laughs> weather is. But yeah. Yeah, that would be. Sure, but like, it would become 
Unless it'd be like a medical thing, I reckon. It'll start like that, like everything. Yeah. Start like drones. Drones started to fucking yeah from war. Yeah, war and movies. Masking tape started to go to moon, and now I use it to fucking tape up the girl in my basement. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to the toilet and I'm going to leave it going and you could try and keep talking the whole time. Fuck, that's, I don't talk that much. So. Oh, you can use these if you want. Oh, here we go. That's a good idea. We have a little bit of trivia from Riley Stubbies. <clears throat> Jesus, slam the door. What fictional creature is a national animal of Wales? Thinking time. It is a dragon. Hopefully it wasn't too rough on Riley with the old depression and stuff. Because I know what he's like. It's a bit defensive with that, but I also understand that it's not a something that he controls either. The Audi logo has now... Let's say the Audi logo has now... Oh, how many interlinked circles? That's an easy one. Four. In Seinfeld, what is Kramer's first name? Cosmo. Cosmo? Yep. In which country was Arnold Schwarzenegger born? Austria. And Raleigh is back with a guest. Who do we have here? Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to uh, welcome a young man with his two front teeth missing. <laughs> my most beautiful boy in the world. Here he goes, Mr. Harvey Dyson. You have to talk, Harvey. Hi. How you going, mate? Good. What have you been doing? Uh, watching a movie. What movie? Is? Uh, this Dolphin Tale movie. Oh, yeah? And been listening to you guys out there. You've been listening? Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah, we're calling us poo heads. <laughs> were we? We're going to have to listen back. I don't think we were. You weren't. <laughs> I could hear you. So, Harvey, how old are you? Six. Six. So, as a six-year-old, I've got a um, question for you. What's that? What do you think happens when we die? Mm, you go to heaven, I guess. Yeah. And you also get buried under the ground. So if you get buried under the ground, how do you get to heaven? Just all your feelings go to heaven. The actual body's under the ground, but the feelings are in heaven. And what does heaven look like? Well, I would know if I was in heaven, but I'm not in heaven. So I don't know. (laughs) And who decides if you get to go to heaven? Because is there, is there a hell? Just if you get killed or something. If you're naughty? No, you wouldn't get killed if you're naughty, just... What, if you get killed, you go to heaven or you go to hell? Heaven. So everyone goes to heaven? If they die, yes. I've got, I've got another question. What? Where were you before you were born? In an egg. <laughs> what about before that? I was a piece of food. <laughs> Were you? What type of food? An egg. No, before that. 
Where were your feelings? Oh, okay. Where were your feelings before they were in the egg? In my bum cheeks. <laughs> By the way, what's, go- what's going on? It's noisy, isn't it? Uh, a bit windy. We were in the movie, like they had like big pie trees, and they all fall, fell over in this big storm. Wait, have you been drinking beer in here? <laughs> Why? Why not? Because I don't. Well, I don't. I wouldn't drink beer in here. Where would you drink it? At the pub, probably. <laughs> because I wouldn't drink it in here because. Then I'll probably go crazy and smash my head into the wall. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, but if we drink it out there, then you rotten kids will come and talk to us. Okay. (laughs) You win that one. (laughs) You got a joke for us, Harv? What do you call a gun mixed with a TV? A gun with a TV? Like a television? No idea. A screenshot. Nice. <laughs> what about the Elsa one? Why don't you give Elsa a balloon? Don't know. Why? Because she'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Oz. Do you have any questions for us, Oz? Yeah. Uh, why is it so bright in here? I didn't know sheds would have light. Is that the best question you got? You've got to have a better one. You can though. ask him anything you want. Anything. All right. Where does Lego come from? <laughs> I don't know. They Where? make it in a big factory. Okay. Made of plastic and they mould the plastic to fit the shape. Okay. Hmm. So how do they draw the boxes? Uh, they use a big printer, like a computer printer, but they print it onto cardboard and they fold them all. Okay. Yeah. If they're already folded, how do they get them in the box? What do you mean? How do I get the Lego in the box? The machine does it. Yeah. Oh, because I was going to say, if they had to paint heads all day, that would be very hard work. Yeah, it would. It'd be a lot of work, wouldn't it? That'd be a good job to have, though. I have a Lego head that's almost lost its like face, so I'm gonna try and draw it, draw it a face. That's a good idea. It's probably lost its face by now. I never use it, but I just put it on other buildings. How does this thing even work? It's pretty cool, isn't it? I heard that Fletcher worked it out yesterday. His thing wasn't even about questions. He was trying to work out what the whole set of this th- stuff does. <laughs> it's true. Who's the craziest cousin? Miller Milk Dyson. <laughs> he is pretty crazy. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite out of your mum and dad? This is going to be funny. <laughs> I love them both the same. Okay. Who's your, who's your favourite out of your mum and dad? Uh, probably... Wait, now I can hear myself. This yeah. is better. 
maybe my both about the same. Oh, you nearly. Oh. <laughs> Who's your favourite brother? Totally not Gus. Oh, you oh. like Gus? He's your. He's your. He's. He likes you the best. Does he? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You're his best friend. I thought he liked betting. The, the dog. Best. <laughs> I don't. I'll tell you who Nelly's be- best friend is. Who? Ivy. She says my best friend is Ivy. <laughs> I I go see Ivy, my best friend. <laughs> That's what she said all the way up to here. Uh, she's funny. Yeah, and I bet you Ivy was missing her on the way. Alright, we'll wrap this up. We reckon. That's nice. You want to talk about Max? No, I don't think so. Just what about you, Harvey? Anything you want to talk about? Yeah. What? Who's going to win the um, AFL Granny this year? Brisbane Lions. Hawthorne and Brisbane. Draw. Who's going to win it? Draw. Who's Hawthorne's best player? I think I said that in my writing. You once. said your favourite player. My favourite two players. Who? Luke Bruce and... Luke Bruce is my... Luke Bruce and... Mitch Lewis. Mitch Lewis? No. Can I make a sound? Yep. Do a sound and then we'll finish it off here. One of these buttons. I want to try. Which one's the clapping one? And they go, woo! Just press whatever you want and I'll finish it. Nothing. Oh, it's turned down.